guys, welcome to another episode of the Ali Show, and today we have another special guest, Mr. Tim Provise yeah, from the uh, Provise Project and also Bakery Runs. Yeah, that's, that's anyway. Tim, how are you, brother? I'm good, bro. bro. I'm good. How's your day? Um, yeah, and I just got off two uh, bakeries filming, so um, <laughs> two but, episodes in one day that's yeah. pretty full on. We've done three once, and that oh, was hard, but I mean, like, that's the it's the tricks of the trade. You don't you just don't eat the full pie, yeah. You just take two bites, you're like, hmm, this is a great pie. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say that's a lot of pies for one day, brother. And uh, usually, when um, how many pies like do you guys test like one, two, or it so we doesn't do, matter? No, no, we do um, we do the steak and cheese because that's the Ooh. staple. Mm-hmm. You gotta have a, any bakery if their steak and cheese is trash, mm-hmm. the rest of it's gonna be pretty trash. Yeah, gotta, that's the st- that's that's mm. that's a marker. That is, you if can that, gauge. If that's good, then things you know, uh, and then we let the guests um, choose the next pie. Yeah, and then we do something sweet. So like those three things, but. Yeah, at anyway. the start when I first did it, I used to eat all the pies like, yeah, I'm the man. And then, fucking. After a while, you're gonna realize, yeah, not the best <laughs> you idea. Start sweating like <laughs> freaking grease, and you're like, oh my gosh. Ooh, anyway, before we get too far yeah. into that, we'll get Sorry. to that in a second. Um, but um, anyway, for for some of our guests who might not know who you are, um, could you give us a brief introduction about yourself, brother? Yeah, so my name's Tim Provise. That's obviously not my real name. I have a, <laughs> I have another name, but I I keep it. Uh, I keep, I'm, I'm like low. I'm Spider Man, you yeah, know. When I'm when I'm Peter uh, Peter Parker during the day with my normal name, but um, yeah, I'm a I was a Twitch streamer, like I streamed uh, mm. on Twitch um for uh, three years, and then I I switched it up and and started podcasting. Um, I do a podcast three three nights a week called um, the Provise Project. Uh, it's all done live over over Twitch and um, and other social media outlets, uh, and then yeah, I do a, um, a online series called The Bakery Run, and yeah, I'm just a creative dude that just bro, like I'm like an ideas guy, like I, I the, yeah, I'm an ideas guy that I'll think of something cool, I'll I'll find the right people and I'll go after it, and that's the execute. Yeah, I'm an yeah, I and I didn't used to be. I used to be the guy that bro, you know, would be mean if we did it, and then I would never follow it up. And there's thousands of those, millions of those people out there. And then, yeah, just uh, changing mindset and, and getting into executing. 100%, man. That's the way to go. Um, so I just want to ask, uh, start back to first one was Twitch streaming. Yeah. So I'm not too familiar with the whole Twitch um, streaming and all that. So is that for gaming or is it for anything? Or It's um it's for anything, but uh, mainly it's used for you know, like gaming. You get on there, your, your little camera is down the bottom and, mm. you, and you play games and people come in and you, you build a community around it. It's okay. um it's a very niche kind of, um, uh, I want to say market, I suppose, mm-hmm. it, you know, uh, but it's live stream. So you're there, you know, your content is extremely short content, like not short in terms of, you know, time wise, but short, like if you're there, that's when you can enjoy it. You can go back and have a look at the, the video, but like later on, but man, who's going to sit through five hours of videos? Mm. For? It's basically like they're kind of watching you do your thing, whatever yeah. it might be, whether you're playing games yeah. or, or like um, the other one would be the brother, um, the carver. Oh, Brooks. Brooks, yes. Yeah. And uh, so he does his carving and... Yeah. Well, I want to ask him a little bit about his story later on that you told Man, me, which was, which was quite interesting as well. I'll yeah. get to that in a, in a second. So you started the, the whole Twitch streaming and all that. And uh, when did you, uh, I understand you started your, your podcast, the Provice Project, about yeah. 10, 10 or so months ago? Was it um, about I a year? Started, no, I started uh, after the, after, or during lockdown. So mm, The first lockdown. Yeah, the first one. So what's that, seven months ago, six yeah. months ago? What was the, 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 like, the big reasons behind oh, it? Oh, like uh, I was, I had these skills that I developed from Twitch in terms of 
of like live streaming things. And I'm always talking to people when I live streamed anyway. But um, I was just getting, it was getting stale. I was getting bored of it. And then I thought, you know what? Like, let's just get some of my friends in and I'll chat with them. And I was really just getting bored of like the people in my house, to be honest. Like, <laughs> I was getting sick of the missus, bro. I was like, wow, this lady's always telling me to do stuff all the time. And then I'd be like, hey, I'm just going to go and uh, things up. I would, um, yeah, so I started off just interviewing my friends. I wanted to make a podcast for people on Twitch, about people on Twitch, just to get people on, like, and then, um, yeah, and then it just, it just steamrolled, like, it really just snowballed. Just to kind of get, like, um, the other thing as well, like, on online pla live streaming platforms like that, usually, it's very hard for you to get to know the person unless you know them outside of yeah. Twitch. You know, but like, well, that's like a perfect way to get to know each other who like you're playing with and yeah, all so that sort of stuff. I would like, I have mods and I have um, people that would always come in. So I would say, hey, like, let's get on a Zoom call. We're going to talk about X, Y, Z. And then that's how it all started. And uh, that lasted for about 14, 15 episodes. And then, yeah, then I was just like, okay, who else can I get on? And I was very lucky that I had a, a friendship with um, a dude, uh, Donnie. For, he was on Nija Mystic. Mm. I used to drink with him quite a lot. And then, <laughs> and then I said to him, bro, like, jump on my podcast, man. And then that happened. And then, yeah, it kind of snowballed from there. So, and now it's uh, it's a completely different beast than what it was. Yeah, I, I used to have this um, this thing that, like, you know, shit, who am I going to, who's the next guest I'm going to get on? Yeah. Like, um, but then after a while, you start to realize, like, man, does it, like, it'll, it'll come, you know? Like, yeah. And, and the, the best part about, like, doing podcasts and all that is usually the people who you have on, will recommend someone else to be on or yeah. like just people who listen in and they'll tell you, Hey, um, you know, you know, why don't you get this guy or that guy or whatever? And as I, and you obviously will find out. And that's the other thing as well. You have people who shoot out a lot of names. Oh, right. And, um, you know, sometimes you got to like uh, do a little bit of research on these names as well. And, uh, it's, I haven't really had people who I've like struggled you know, to get not 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 to get, but to have a conversation with. Oh, okay. So I was like, um, you know, some people, some of the people that they recommended, like, they, you know, they're good, they're good fellas, but can they have a conversation? Like, you know, can they oh, hold yeah. the conversation? You like, gotta be selective. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, selective. you know, as, as much as they, you know, obviously they're good fellas, they got good achievements and all that. Like, mm. you still gotta have that in consideration. Cause at the end, of, at the end of the day, it is a podcast, bro. Like, yeah, if you can't talk. Then yeah, like well, what gonna, are we gonna do? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are we gonna do here? Just stare at each other for like forty five minutes? Exactly, yeah, man. That's the that's the funny one. Isn't I it? mean, like yeah, it's 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 really weird. Like um, you you do learn about yourself when you do this kind of stuff too, because you're learning around what kind of skill you has as a as as firstly a, a conversationalist, but also as like an entertainer. Like you have to keep people entertained as you go. And for me, like I've always been that smart mouth kid from South Auckland, like. I was that dude from 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 the minute I could, I went to school to the minute that I came here. Like I'm 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 always I've always been that guy, and um, you know I could talk my way in and out of anything I needed to, and that was the conversationalist side of things. And then the entertainment side of things came from Twitch. Like two years of having to keep people's attention and keep them in the chat so they don't leave, you know that kind of thing. So it's just the amalgamation of those two things, and it. That kind of helps. Man, that's pretty cool. So you've had, like, I went to have a look at, you know, I've listened and, um, you know, to like quite a bit of your content on your podcast as well. And you have a lot of guests, man. Yeah. No doubt it's, um, and I think people need, 
people don't really understand the amount of work that it takes to like get it all together, put it on, and then put it online. It's not as easy as it sounds. What's the running number right now? Uh, what are you at for your podcast? I'm at ninety, uh, I think I am. Ninety. Wow. So I mean, three three guests a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, mm. seven o'clock. Um, yeah, organizing the guests, making sure the guests that you know, A, could bring people in, I suppose. But uh, I, right now, I'm just kind of like, yeah, I've done that. You know, now it's kind of time to just get really interesting people on, people mm. that can, like you said, hold a conversation. But, I mean, um, yeah, and, um, yeah, it, st- it all started from, you know, me getting my mates on to Donnie, who's from Indonesia Mystic. And then somebody just, and like, there's, there's, there's times in, like, that kind of career thing that you're like, you know, well, podcasting career for me, that I'm kind of like, what is the, where was the bit that went, holy shit, like I kind of may have cracked it here. Mm. And that was when I got John Campbell on. So after I got John Campbell on, things just went like, you know, it was, I was on all these news, um, like you know, these news websites and things like that. Because I talked, I talked to John Campbell, like somebody from the hood would talk to John Campbell and he appreciated that more than anything. It's uh, it's real. Yeah, it's real. You know, like yeah. uh, instead of making it like a TV interview, oh, yeah. and he's had millions of those in his lifetime. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And um, I th- I think the you have like your own little twists of how you do. So I've watched, uh, you know, I've listened to a few of your different podcasts, and like you have you have your own style. Yeah. And uh, that's what's cool about this, and I feel like yeah. why I want to listen to like oh I want to listen to this episode or that episode. Yeah. Uh, like you I have a certain you. way of, of doing that, and like. You know, I like how you research a lot of stuff oh. on all your guests and you shoot them with questions like, how do you know that? Well, that's the thing. It's like, you know when I do that, bro, and, and it's it's part of my, it's part of my shtick, right? Like, <laughs> I, they come on the podcast and a lot of people don't do their research and that's mm. why I'm like, cool, like, let's fuck with them then. Mm. So, like, um, like you talk to me and it's like a hood dude. Like, I'm, mm. like, I asked John Campbell things around, like, tagging and have you ever tagged on or, like, you know, stuff that nobody's asked him before. Mm. Have you ever had a pie sandwich? Like, stuff like that, right? And he's cool. And then I then I switch it on him. And then I'll ask him how he lost the... Like, I think I asked him how he lost the speech finals in year 11 mm-hmm. at, at Wellington College in 1963 or 1968. And he was just stumped. Like, how the fuck do you know that? Like, yeah. you know? <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like like a pig in mud, bro, just rolling around in it. Eh? But like, that's the thing. It's That's the illusion. The illusion is, and I'm kind of breaking stereotype because the stereotype of talking to someone from the hood that sounds like me um, and then all of a sudden switching it up and being like, holy, like this guy actually has done... A lot more research than somebody else's. Mm. But yeah, yeah, that's my little... Then you think... Yeah. yeah. Um, Switch it. You, yeah, you mentioned a lot about like growing up in the South, bro. I, I, I personally, you know, haven't grown up in like Auckland. So um, what what does growing up in the South like... Uh, what have what are some of the experiences you had? Or what is it like, bro? So like, uh, I lived in... I, I live in Clendon. I still live in Clendon. Mm. Um, you know what though? Like, it's probably... Like, it's easy for me to go, yeah, bro, I'm from the streets, I'm from the hood mm. and stuff. But I know that in the world, there's way worse places than Clendon. But I I suppose that's part of my thing as well, is I, I like to bring the hood up with me. Um, you know what? It wasn't, it's not as bad as people think. It's probably not as bad as I say it is either. But um, it's it's just a vibe, man. Like, people in South Auckland just all get along and and like the, it's it's funny because Pacific Islanders have this village mentality of helping each other and helping everybody else, and so do so do Maoris. 
Um, I'm I'm half Maori, so like um, like uh, you know, I, I get it. Like I'm like, oh yeah, that's how, like instinctually, like that's how I, I react to things of helping others and and um and and the village mentality. But um, you know, there's some there's some things you see and you're like, what the fuck? Like, you know, like growing up, especially in high school, man, you're like, what the heck? I shouldn't have seen that. Like, you know, <laughs> but um. But that's what made me. That, that it's funny. Like I, I, I look back to now, and I just think that's what kind of makes me unique. Is that I have, I know what all these things are, and I have um, relative um, knowledge of a lot of things that go on in the hood, and and little like jargon that I can use. And people go, oh, okay, you know, he he knows. And then there's the other the other people that don't know. Going, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> like, what the what the heck is a bulby? Like, you know, like th those kind of things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I, I love it, bro. I love, I love South Auckland. It's the best. I mean, like, um, I, I understand it's like, a, you know, the, 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 the whole, the idea that people give will be like, you know, that's the ghetto parts of town. It's like rough out of town. You don't want to be there. Like, you know, like, but I, you still have a lot of mates who live there. And I'm like, oh, yeah. the people that come out of there, like, they, they could, they're good fellas as well. They're so good people, yeah. Yeah, I was like, you know, it, it's, it's, it's interesting as well. Like, you, you have to see who is the ones who are telling you this stuff. Mm. And I'm like, at the end of the day, like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. You know? I mean, you're a product of your environment. Exactly. And um, sometimes there's people, there's bad people everywhere. Like, yeah. you know, like there's bad Doesn't people. Matter, yeah. There's bad people in Penrose and, and, and Ponsonby, <laughs> bro. Like, you know, but it's like, um, because the media portrays, and it's not all media, I get that. Hmm. But the media portrays it as, you know, oh, don't go over there. That's the dark time. That's you know, like on the Lion King. You know, you know, Simba, don't go to the dark. <laughs> that, that's the elephant graveyard. Yeah. You know that bit. Stay on this yeah. side. <laughs> but you know, like, um, that's the thing is like the media are telling us, and it, and the only reason that we have little glimmers of this, like criminal activity and things like that, and it's just poverty. Like people are hungry, man. Like there's, you know, there's there's people, and I was I was a child of that. Like my mum raised me solo. And she had to work two jobs and I was at home by myself. And, you know, like there's sometimes like I went to school with no lunch, like, but there's kids that do that every single day. Like they go, they go to school, no lunch, can't function. And, um, and then the media is out here going, ah, oh, there's bloody, there's bloody Samoans and Tongans and blah, blah, blah. But it's not that it's, it's the, it's the, I mean, systematically, you know, um, South Auckland has always been disadvantaged. And not just, and you know what, not just South Auckland either. West Auckland have, has the hood, mm -hmm. you know, even North Shore has the hood, you, you know, it's not, oh, even Central, like, you know, back in the day. But yeah, it's it really comes down to poverty and um, and not just food poverty, just, you know, emotional poverty, like just draining people emotionally by, you know, mum and dad having to work two jobs or. Yeah. You know. Um. But the other one I wanted to ask, like, uh, so obviously you, you're, you're saying you were half, Maori, mm. yeah, and um, was that ever and uh, like you know you being more of a you look like a white guy, I you do, know, like yeah. was that a problem when you were growing uh, bro, up in the a, south? It's a problem every day, like oh. straight up to this day, mm. like to this day, <laughs> <laughs> to this day. Um, we'll, we'll make a soundbite out there. To this day, man. Nah, oh, man. um, you know what? Like I, I've been, yeah, yeah, I've been. I've been like told, you know, from I, I've heard race racism firsthand, like, like I've been behind those doors of, you know, people talking smack about, 
you know, Māori and Pacifica. Um, and, yeah, but with my skin, uh, my skin being white and but, but my, my mana being, being brown, um, you know, there is that half thing. Like, there is a oh, half, you half this, half that. But for me, bro, I, I, I'm a Māori. Like, that's me. Like, mm. yeah. And it's cool to see people like Kai and um and Shane. And yeah and Shane just fucking ripping it because I see dudes like that and I'm like yo like I I get that shit like you know and and they probably got that shit too um I, re I always remember um I stood up and did a mihi which is you know like when you're at the marae you, you a male speaks and hmm. I did a mihi at a uh, university and you know like I've been taught like that I could I could you know I was in uh, kohanga and things like that so uh, I would get up uh, at a marae and speak, and then I turned around to look at my my cohort uh, that were at uni with me, and they were looking at me like, what the, f like, hey, like, wait a minute, we thought you were white, like, for three years. And I'm just like, bro, like, that's pretty shit. Like, you shouldn't think that then, but yeah. yeah. Never really did ask. Yeah, but, um, I mean, you know, sheesh. I'm cool with it, though. Like, mm. I've been, I've gotten out of certain situations being white <laughs> like I, i've been like oh i didn't tag that fence officer um wasn't me it was it was my mates but they've taken off and you know like stuff like that but mm. yeah yeah a bit of a, a bit of an advantage there it is it and it does and it does give people a bit of a fright when I, the minute that i speak and i'm like hearty and uh they go oh sheesh like you know <laughs> that was the first thing joseph parker said to me when i when i went to go and do the bakery room with him like I've only, I only text him, like I only message him, hey, we're here, that we're here. Like, bro, it'd be great if you can come through. And <laughs> I went up to him and I go, yeah, brother, me, fuck, you're the man. And he looked me dead in the eye and he goes, are you a Maori dude? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I am, what? Yeah, yeah, so. And hey, but um, you did the bakery runs with um, Joseph Parker. You haven't done with the king of the pies, bro, Junior Far. Bro, I asked him, bro. <laughs> if, you're, if you're watching this, Junior, you, you can back me up. I asked you and you said, oh, sorry, bro, I'm training. We can do it afterwards. So, I would love <laughs> but, to get uh, Junior Far. Here's, like, a, here's, a, here's a funny story. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's so hear it. I coach basketball, like, and I've coached basketball mm. for years. I was coaching basketball at Papakura High School when he was there, right? He came to the trials and dunked it hard. And I go, <laughs> he's in the team. Sweet. I had all of his mates in. And I said, bro, he's on the team, dude. We need a big dude. I put his name down. Fucking never came to training, dude. <laughs> he showed up to a game, bro. And I was like, gee, we can't play. You never been to training. He goes, oh, sorry, coach. I was I was, I was, I was boxing. And I was yeah, like, yeah. stuff boxing, yeah, did, man. You can did. be a basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> he did He did say about that. Like, um, you know, when he was back in school, or maybe it might have been on camera or off camera, but like he was into basketball. You know? yeah. He always wanted to be, but like... Um, boxing was like his thing with his dad and his dad really yeah. pushed him to so that he didn't go that other route. But he would have killed it too if he did. <laughs> yeah, he was he was a big unit. And like, um, so all of the dudes that were with him, like Den there was a dude called Dennis and he was a New Zealand player. There was like all these New Zealand reps. They had a great team. We were awesome that year. And uh, he would have just made, he would have put us over the top. <laughs> be national champs. <laughs> yeah, that height in that boy, even at that age was crazy, yeah, bro. I was like, shh. Yeah, such built, a nice dude, I think uh, Eugene would reference it as uh, you know, it's built like a fridge, bro. It's <laughs> <laughs> built like a fridge, but yeah, he um, man, definitely. Oh, 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 I have a word with him and let him yeah, know that. Tell, uh, him, tell him I'm coming for him. I'll, I'll, <laughs> remind, I'll, I'll remind him. I would love him. uh, that's why we're saving Callum's Bakery. There's a Ooh. there's a there's a place called Callum's Bakery in Papakura, and uh, he's been, yeah, I, th I think I'm assuming he knows that'll be his is. spot. So we haven't done that. Yet. We were supposed to do it today, and I said, nah, 
We'll wait till Junior's ready. We'll <laughs> That's a good idea. Junior, we'll reserve that for you. Gotcha, Junior. I'll remind him again. But um, anyway, back into um, the podcast, brother. So, mm. like, um, what would you say some of the like the biggest challenges so far you've had? You know, I think podcast probably for me is staying consistent. Like, I think that's for every podcaster, to be honest. Like, if that's not your biggest, if you want to be a, if you want to do podcasts and your biggest issue isn't that that that, that uh, voice in the back of your head going, nah, don't worry, man. The viewers won't care. Like, you know, if you take a week off, all good. Like, that's probably the biggest challenge is just staying consistent. And It's you know, hard, bro. I know, bro. It's hard. I know. And for me, doing it three, three nights a week, um, it's been, you know, it's challenging because, um, you know, getting these these famous people, you know, semi-famous people or famous people on, you know, they have schedules and I can't just go, yeah, bro, we can only do it Monday and Wednesday and Friday. You kind of um, have to accommodate to yeah. different timings as well. But um, I've had to like switch it too. And who my audience is, like my audience used to be for the people that were watching it live because I wanted to make sure that they could see it, right? And then now it's switched to, okay, well, now I want to make a better product that you can pick up and, and listen to on Spotify now and, as opposed to Twitch. So my mind my mind had to had to switch a little bit. So yeah, and I think... Um, I think just expectations, like managing them. And I mean, everyone expects me to get like these big guests on, but you know, it's, it's not as easy as, it's as not as think, easy as yeah. people think. <laughs> like I've had like, you know, like we've contacted Jacinda and she's got back to us and like, you know, like, oh yeah, we'll do it after this. And then I've got to follow that up. And then, yeah. So, and, and then things like um, just, just, trying to find ways to get in front of people to ask, you know? Yeah, so so far I haven't had like, or oh, maybe one or two, you know, you have a little bit of like, oh, could you contact my, oh man, you know, my, this guy, and they all uh, sorted out for me. I was like, oh, nah, man. You know what I mean? And like, uh, I I can't be on the ball, but then it, what annoys me is when you direct me to someone to sort, you know, the appointments for you, mm -hmm. and then this person takes like forever to reply, and I'm like, yo. Wait till you get to the point, bro, when you're like, yeah, bro, let's do it. And then someone, and they'll get back to you and they'll go, yep, I'm keen, man. Give me a date. And then you give them dates and they never get back to you. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, fuck, man, you well, asked me to get you a date, man. So far, so far, personally, I haven't had okay. someone who's like, you know, who's go, like kind of go, ghosted you and then just like went quiet. Um, but yeah, I think like maybe, I don't know, maybe it's because the I'm very selective yeah. for the people who, you know, I, I ask to come on. So like... Oh. I, I would have known this person somewhat or yeah. consumed a bit of a, their content, know who they are, the type of person they are. Because mm. I feel like, um, yeah, I feel like that's quite important, you know, like, yeah. I don't want to have, like, just any, you yeah. know, any old fella, you know, you, it, it's like, I feel like it kind of, well, it's good to have people from different backgrounds and, like, you know, different extremes and that sort of stuff. But like, in a way, uh, it's like it's a bit of like, like your brand as well. Yeah, you know. So yeah, and your niche, right? You wanna yeah. you wanna stay in and out of your, in your niche, and yeah, I get that totally. Um, my see, that's the thing is like, I'm really lucky that I. Oh, well, I don't want to say lucky, but I just don't have a niche. Like, I'll get. Mm. I just want to get people on to hear their stories and and. Uh, but yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, yeah. And I think that's that comes from me just being like that dude that can talk himself in and out of stuff and just relatability. Like, I think that's, that's probably my, my superpower too, is that I can, I'm able to be relatable with somebody straight off the bat, as opposed to, 
you know, taking 15 minutes to get to know them and sauce them out. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty, yeah. I think, I'm I think that's the one. Like, even for us, like, you know, when we but, first met, we just, like, disconnected. Bro, yeah. Because you know, I remember easy. you followed me, bro, and I was like, bro, I know you, G. I've been following <laughs> you a little bit. Because I do, you know, you've got to keep your, your eyes Definitely, on who's, yeah. who's mm. coming up and, and how can we help each other. That's it, bro. Got to stay yeah. connected, man. Yeah, that's what we're talking about, right? And, yeah. like, you know, what I was saying is, uh, you know, to a few fellas, I've had some people who who have, like, very negative views, bro. They're like, oh, this guy, you know. I'm like, and one of the other ones was, like, having, uh, one of the common ones I hear is like, oh, but that guy has already had that guy on. Why would you want? Oh, yeah. Bro, it's hey, guys. Ali here. Just want to say thank you for listening to our podcast. We appreciate your love and your support. If you're not already on board, please do follow us on here and share it with your friends and family. If you prefer a visual experience, our videos are actually up on YouTube at the Ali channel. Please don't forget to subscribe, like and share and leave a comment or feedback if you like. And also you can follow us on our socials at the underscore Ali underscore channel for Instagram and on our Facebook page at the Ali channel. We'll see you soon and I hope you enjoy the rest of the podcast. You will get people that are like, nah, yeah, because you were saying just before, like, oh yeah, you can't get that guy on because he got this guy on. How does that? How does that work? Yeah, like it, to me, it doesn't matter because like you and I might have a completely different questions, man. Mm-hmm. Like we might want to ask different things, and some people like to hear this thing. Some mm. people like to hear that. So it fucking doesn't matter. Like just, I, that's a silly. Th- that's a, whoever know, said that is man. fucking stupid. Like there's no way. And that's the thing is like this is why I reckon podcasts and video content rules over everything, bro. Is because. You're never going to get this. You might get the same answer, but it might be a little bit different. Exactly. And when I'm researching people, like, like let's use uh, Oscar. He was my last one. Oscar Kitely. He uh, created Brotown. Um, he's, you know, like a comedian. He's been on TV and he's on his wedding and everything like that. I, I will, so my thought process is I'll go through and see what podcasts they've done. And I'll listen to them. And, you know, I'll speak through it, listen to it. And then just write down the same answers he said. And then... Kind of like alley-oop it, man. Like, I'll alley-oop to a story so we can go, oh, yeah, bro, oh, yeah, that was mine. Like, you know, as opposed to the question, oh, so how was Brotown created? I could say, man, what kind of drugs were you on when you when you created Brotown? <laughs> you know, it's the same question, yeah. but it's like flipped over. Yeah, exactly. And then he goes, bro, we were on some hard stuff. Like, you know? <laughs> and then, yeah, so, yeah, there's no one way. There's more than one way to ask exactly, a question. Man. Did you watch the, um, uh, the one that Oscar did with uh, Junior? Uh, no. They were. Oh, I saw like a ad. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I tried to find the actual full interview, but I think it was on TV. It was a COVID ad, wasn't it? Was it COVID? No, yeah. no, the one before that, he actually okay. went on an interview, oh. um, and um, or something about uh, Junior used to train with his cousin or something, huh. and then uh, well, it, was, it was quite funny. But his, it was something like his cousin just didn't turn up. For the <laughs> well, that's up. funny because he never showed up to my goddamn basketball tournament. What the hell, Junior Far? Sheesh. Yeah, you forgot about me, didn't you, Junior? You still forget. I try to add you on Instagram. You're like, whatever, fool. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Junior, I'm him, out mate. for you, bro. Remind him, eh? February 27th. Nah. <laughs> I'm coming oh, for you, boy. <laughs> February, February 27th, bro. What do you What do you reckon? Honest opinion. Who do you got? What do you think, <sighs> bro? I hope. You know, I hope that Junior shows up because he didn't show up to their basketball training there one time. <laughs> and I don't know, man. Maybe if basketball training's on um, the, the 27th, I'm going to go with uh, Joseph Parker. <laughs> um, I, listen, I've, I've spent time with Joseph Parker 
and not in the gym. And I'm, I mean, I love, I love Joe. He's, he's a cool dude, man. Like he's such a good dude. And, um, but I mean, yeah, it's hard for me because they're both from South Auckland, bro. So I'm like, yeah, we're, the hood's winning. Like, that's exactly in brother, my yeah. head. Yeah, yeah. And it's um, not, yeah. and I think like it's nothing personal, brother. It's just, it's that's that's how boxing is. But you, know, you can see it in both of them. They they respect each other enough exactly. to go like, you know, bro. Why I don't talk smack, you mm. don't talk smack. Exactly. Let's just get our job done, and then you know whatever happens happens. And it's and, the managers. And, and, and what is good is like you know the they promoters. they keep it very respectful. Yeah. And I think that's uh, uh going in the right direction, bro. Because like, you know, you, you see a lot of um, you see a lot of stuff like in the you know maybe in uh, international boxing or in the UFC or whatever, and you know just everybody's just talking smack, getting in other spaces and all that yeah. sort of crap. And then you look at these two huge guys now at their press conference, yeah. like they're real respectful. They're like standing next to each other, you know, real respectful, like. You don't have to talk smack, you know, like, but... When I, when, I had, um, when I had Joe on the podcast, um, I asked him, I said, like, do you think that Junior's ready? And he said, yeah, I do. I think he is ready. Mm -hmm. Like, this is a great opportunity for him. This is a great opportunity for me. But whatever happens, happens. And I was just like, bro, like... So in my head, I was like, okay, let's set him up. Let's try and get some, like, hearty, <laughs> you know. Content. I was like, let's, let's set up Joe and let's get him to sort, like, you know, see if we can get him, mm -hmm. you know, to talk smack. And no, he didn't. He took the high ground like he always does because he's awesome like that. That's just how he is, eh? Yeah, yeah. And, and I didn't expect him to. I was just like, I, I mean, it's a passing comment. Like, do you think that the bro's ready? And he was like, yeah, nah, he's ready, bro. Like, do you follow up uh, much with boxing? or Not really boxing. MMA I do. Mm. MMA I'm a big fan of. But um, boxing a little bit here and there. But yeah, mainly mainly, um, mainly MMA. That's, that's my jam. But okay, so the, the, the fight prediction. What do you got for Joseph and Junior? What do you reckon? What's your prediction? I reckon people are gonna be betting on you. I know. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm in like the home of uh, of um, Junior right now. Um, junior Far. Um, <laughs> okay, it doesn't matter. Um, uh, my prediction know, was, prediction. Um, you know, uh, if I look back at um, past past things that I know, mm. you know, I'm actually hoping that he shows up on the 27th because he never showed up to the basketball tournament. <laughs> I'm talking to you, Junior. <laughs> no, no. Now, I think it's going to be a good thing. I hope it goes the, the distance. Mm. Mm. So full we can 12 see rounds? Some... You want a full 12 rounds? Yeah, I'd love to see that and see who's got the, um, see who really has the motor, you know. Um, but yeah, Junior, you know, I haven't seen a lot of Junior, but I've seen a lot of Joe. And um, yeah, I, I have to go Joseph Parker. Just Decision? because... Decision, Joseph Parker. Ooh. My man, everyone in at Burger King gets free Whoppers. <laughs> <laughs> free Whoppers, guys, if he wins. Which Burger King, bro? They've been queuing up, man. Because <laughs> that's what happened in the last fight, right? If he won, everybody got to go to Burger King and get a free Whopper, and he did. And I was there, man. Papa Courage, shout outs. Hey, that's the one. <laughs> Oh, Take but um, you know, so you're saying you're a fan of MMA I as love, well, bro. I've been a fan of MMA for ages, bro. Like we're talking fucking Tito Ortiz. That was when I oh. first got into it, bro. That was that right in the beginning. That, that was Tito Tito versus uh, Randy Couture versus uh, Chuck. That's when I first fell in love with it, bro. I was working at a spot in uh, Cave Road, bro, and it's like a um a gaming spot. Ooh, yeah. And um, they would run tournaments for the UFC game uh, on on the xbox and i would fucking kill everybody and that's how i got to know who everyone was and then that introduced me to the tough series and then i got into that and i've watched every single ultimate fighter since it came out and then um and then that got me into you know because it's the, the tough thing is a real cool like the ultimate fighter is cool to watch and then go oh sweet like you know fuck i can i can watch them fight now and then that's the pay-per-views and then you get into it yeah who would you say as like your um, 
let's say top three fighters in the UFC right now, any weight category. Oh, okay, well, Izzy is the one, number one. Izzy, holla at me, brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Izzy, for me, I'm a huge fan of Izzy. I, uh, I love him, bro. I think I, every single interview I, I, you know, like, so I set up these little files, right? Both in my head and on my computer, but mostly in my head of things that if I ever get to interview those people, that's the, the I, I know exactly what I have, man. My my Izzy file on my computer is huge. It's loaded right it's now. It's loaded, all these little Apes clips. And I'm like, okay, you talked about that, you know, and I'm learning how to say his full name, bro. Because I know it's not Israel Adesanya. It's like huge. So I'm like practicing every once a week. I'm like practicing it. So when he comes on my potty, I'll be like, boom, I got you. And then he'll be like, yeah, that's my job right there. <laughs> what, what, how far have you got so, now? Uh, not very far at all. <laughs> I just started last week. Uh, but um, <laughs> but no, Izzy would be my number one. I'll tell you who I like, bro. I like, I like Holloway, bro. That's my G. Mm. I like how just like, I like how he's like a moldy. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a Hawaiian Maori G. Oh, he has the Islander, you know? The yeah, yeah, yeah. Islander star. So. Yeah, but like when he talks, I'm like, yeah, I get down with that dude. And um, oh man, who else could I? I'd probably go Connor, bro. I, I do like me some Connor. I just like how fucking confident he is. Mm. Like, and that's the same with Izzy. He just has this aura of confidence. And you have to, I suppose, but it's like another. It's like Super Saiyan 4, bro. Like his confidence level. He's like, everybody else is just normal Saiyan. And Izzy is just like fucking beaming, jeez. They've just got to... Blue hair and everything, bro. Very different level. Yeah. You know, and um... Well, I, I think I think with Izzy, bro, it's just like... Like everybody's... It, it's almost like seeing something... Like especially in New Zealand, it's like seeing the mower. Like it's, a, like, <laughs> it's almost like you're going down the road and you just see a moa. You know what a moa is, right? What is that? A the... moa is like a fucking bird that's extinct, bro. So we really? had these things called moas, bro, okay. in New Zealand, right? And they were like eight foot tall, bro. Huge, what? bro. These... Are you serious? Fuck, I'm telling you, G. I'm, te <laughs> bro, I'm huge, actually surprised bro. you do not know what a moa is. Bro. Oh, that's huge, bro. I'm gonna teach you. Oh, so a moa, and then all the Maoris ate the moas. <laughs> like, oh, not just the Maoris, but we had these haste eagles, bro. Okay. They used to come down, swoop in, and these motherfuckers were huge too. And eat all these mowers up, bro. We are the only place in in, in New Zealand to have mowers, and uh, they all think. But he's like that, bro. He's so rare, and he just walks around, and you like you just see him, and you're just like, fuck, bro. Like this dude knows exactly who he is as a person. I saw him at King of the Ring one time, bro, and I was just sitting there, bro. He was just giving VIP like passes out to little kids, bro, just to come back. I'm like, bro, like, see, this is the kind of shit that we don't see, and he doesn't want people to see that shit. But um, but yeah, bro. Like, anyway, yeah, I, I can there's... go on and on about Izzy, bro. For <laughs> oh, it's all right, bro. We can we can we can, we can talk, bro. We can <laughs> we can share about anything. But like, I think that's the that's the thing about like um, Izzy, and that's the thing about the gym or the people at the gym is like they're not really into like doing stuff for people to see. Yeah, that's exactly why like you know people not a lot of people know about this sort uh, of stuff. I, I wish that like people would understand that and not think what I do on camera. Or what someone does on a camera is exactly like, oh, that's how they are. You know, mm. it's weird, bro. It's really strange. That, yeah, but nah, bro. I, 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 man, yeah. I, so I sing that dude's praises like for forever. Yeah. So you mentioned um, like, um, you know, obviously, which, okay, I, I wanted to ask about Holloway, but we'll, we'll, we'll hold it for a second. Okay, okay. 
Out of AZ's fights, uh, which which fight has been the best fight so far, you reckon? Best fight? Or like... Uh, or what, ha- what's been your favourite? My favourite was definitely the uh, Gastelum fight. Like, just like, yo, I'm ready to die, motherfucker, are you? Mm. Like, just to see him, bro. Like, oh shit, here we go. That for me was like... Game changer. Man. That, that was, was a... And especially after, like... Not a lot of people can dig deep yeah, and get I to think... that place, brother. Bro, I've never had to be there. You know? <laughs> like, I've never... I don't think... I think 99.99% of people in the world would never have to... Access that... Have to go into that fucking, space. you know... That, yeah. It's that like a different realm, bro. Yeah. bro. I don't think there's many people in this world that would be able to even fathom going there. But, bro, like, that's my favourite, bro. I've watched that a, a few times. But, I mean, all the other ones, bro, like, fuck, like... The, the latest one, bro. The latest—it's <laughs> definitely got to be one of the best. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was just like I was just like, bro, this dude is Did fucking see, nutty, bro. Did, bro. Did you see Paulo Costa's face at the start of the first round? Yeah, and then and the start of the second. <laughs> motherfucker, motherfucker. But um, but you know, like that one, and then you know what, bro? I even enjoyed, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the fucking um. I enjoyed the one before that, bro. Fucking Robert Whitaker. No, 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 no. Um, the fucking oh, bro. Which one? Just, thank you, gay Jesus. Don't forget Jesus. <laughs> oh, <fucking. laughs> oh no, fucking fuck. What's his name, G? You know which one? Uh, the fucking Cuban dude. Sorry, G. Hey, Sorry, uh, Azzy, I fucked it up. You are Romero. Yeah, bro. I yeah. even enjoyed that because I know, what, like, I enjoyed that because a very technical. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a was, lot of things going on without. Yeah. A lot of movements. But I was like, okay. From you well. But like from him, he was like, yo, I'm just going to stay here. But as he was like active as fuck, G. And, mm. and, and it was interesting to see. And Mayweather gets this all the time too, bro. He's like, oh, fuck. What a boring fight. Like, huh. Like, what? It's like, bro, he's the champ. What the fuck do you expect? You come at the champ. You don't just fucking, it's a respect thing. You're like, okay, I got to come out and get this. But he's still it's in the- It's different, f- yeah. If you want to come out and win it, um, you've got you've to take it. <laughs> You can't expect the fight to come to but you. For and people to say shit about it, man, shut the fuck up. I was like, bro, get out of here, man. Yeah, they don't. Uh, that's the other thing. Like you know, casuals they don't really understand like the, the yeah. game. Like it was it? Why? Why the heck would Izzy? Because that's what Yoel does. You know, that's mm. what he's always been doing. He tries to pull you into a moment of non-activity. Yeah. And then he'll explode on you. And uh, he he caught uh, Izzy a little bit, and Izzy actually did say that as well. In that, that first, so yeah. if he knows that that's what he does, what the heck you want to yeah. do that again, bro? This doesn't make sense. But yeah, that would be my favorite one. I mean, my favorite of all time is is Johnny Bones and um and uh, Chris. Uh, what's his name? Christian. Oh, fuck, bro. I am so blank today. I've been had too many pies. Uh, <laughs> it's the the first one where he just about lost it, bro, against the fucking Norwegian cat, G. A Norwegian? Uh, yeah, a Norwegian. Yeah, bro, Norwegian. Which which weight category is that? Isn't it light heavyweight? Um, fuck, bro. Light your, heavy. Your viewers are gonna go, bro. This guy, get this fucking guy out of here. Which is that light heavyweight? Yeah, man. You are you talking about Jan Blahovic or? No, 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 no. This is way. That's this Polish guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, bro. Yeah, fucking. Oh, oh yeah, bro. Yeah, if yeah. I get his now, name, I'm gonna be like, damn. Tim. Now, now we get it. What? Light heavyweight Norwegian. Okay, see, Swedish, bro. Swedish dude. Oh, Swedish. Yeah. Let's see. Who's that? Who's that? That's old uh, Gustav. Nah, just. Oh, yeah. Alexander Gustafsson. Gustafsson, bro. Yeah. That's fuck, bro. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry, all the listeners out there. Okay. <laughs> 
Yeah, he was he's a pretty talented dude, but um the first fight, bro, I mm. was watching that at a bar, G, and I was just like, Oh yeah, this is gonna be a white one. This is I'll just fucking two rounds, it'll be over. He used to be one of my favorites, old Johnny Bones, but I just couldn't deal with that shit. I've had enough. Yeah, he's, he's I hope as he knocks him the fuck out. Nah. <laughs> I said that so hard, G. Mm. I think um, as much as people might not want to hear it, that probably is like, it's probably is what's going to happen. Like, yeah. bro, you if, if you look at the, okay, so yes, I understand John Jones is good and he's been good like for, but you, if you look at Izzy and the rate that he's improving. Yeah, and he's keeping, he's going to keep going. It's, it's just, it's bro, you look at that Gastelum fight, and then you look at every other fight after that. Bro. Yeah, he's he's gotten way better. But like, and that's the thing is, Jones has gone the opposite way. He's gone he got worse. He's hiding under the fucking gym all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch the uh, the video where he uh, got caught with the drink driving one? Mm. <laughs> the one where he's like A B C D E, <laughs> and he's <sighs> bro. He he just he just has you know too much free time. No. Or he just gets up to uh, too much yeah. shit. He's got, I mean, if you go psychologically, he's, he's mm. got self, self-sabotaging self behavior. Like mm. when things go, and I I know people like this, but these people that are, these are my, my cousins are like this shit. Like they have the self-sabotaging where things are going really well and they have to do something just to switch it up. Yeah, yeah. just kind of blow it, uh, blow well, it away. Is it, is it like um, you have a, a certain, you know, addiction to things? Mm. Being like unstable chaos, yeah. and you know that kind of yep. and you want things to be like unstable. Yeah, it doesn't feel normal. Like <laughs> you know, it's like man, things aren't supposed to be going like this for me. And you know what? If there's anybody who should be like that, would be I mean, there's 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 a lot of people that are like that. I mean, Tyson was like that too, but Tyson came from like, and then here's another thing: is Tyson came from, bro, the gulliest of the gully, bro, like. You know, he was in Brooklyn flipping, you know, selling drugs and stuff. Bro, it's crazy. John and Jones is like a privileged motherfucker. Like, he is. Uh, yeah. He is. He had a mom and a dad. Like, you know. Bro, you, if you hear like uh, some of the the stories of uh, Mike Tyson's, um, you know, upbringing him when he first started boxing, how they brought him to the smoke. Uh, you know about the smokers? Have you yeah, heard of that one before? Bro, that's like, wow, bro. He was like a beast. Nobody wanted to fight this kid. And like I think he was like thirteen or something at that time, and everybody was like saying his coach was lying about his age. Yeah, and he just had to say yeah he's eighteen just so that he could fight. Fuck, it's crazy. crazy, man. Can you imagine those days where like there's no real, well not, I wouldn't say no rules, but like it's kind of like a dog eat dog. Yeah, but it was yeah. rough, man. Yeah, you know, different era, different era. Yeah, and there days. was a lot of there wasn't a lot of uh, uh, scientific research going on be- behind. Uh, you know how how kids' minds develop. Because mm. bro, like Kasumata, like um, he was like, he like hypnotized them too, eh? Like yeah, yeah there was a, a bit of a Joe Rogan's one. Yeah, he he talked a little bit. Um, what was his name? Uh, his coach? No, no. Uh, Teddy Atlas. Teddy oh. Atlas was talking about uh, Kasumata, and he tells a lot of stories of you know how Kasumata does a lot of things and all that. Yeah. And um, you know, you if you like pick all these pieces from everywhere and put like a picture, Castamaro was like, he was a, a, a he was sort of like a, a not only just a coach, but he was like a mental performance coach. Yeah. He was like, oh, it's like everything in one, like a father, brother, like but it's crazy, man. It's crazy, bro. You gotta and that that takes a lot of time and effort, man. And that's the thing that, you know, a lot of people talk about as well. Like this day and age, 
you have a lot of coaches, but not a lot of teachers, bro. Oh, I like that. And I like that. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, that's so true, man. Exactly. And like, you know, um, you know, Doug Viney actually does, uh, he actually said this uh, before as well. Like, when you, when if you want to learn like a combat sport or boxing or whatever, you know, you look for a, a, a teacher, bro. Mm. That's everybody can hold pads for you. Like, you know, you could hold pads for, if you've never boxed before, you could just pick up the pads and just hold the pads for someone. Mm. But like, are you really, really learning yeah, yeah, yeah. the art or the sport itself? You know, yeah. like all the little technique and all that sort of stuff. So I was like, yeah, and, th and that's like the kind of, you know, these days everybody sees when mm. you see someone of like, you know, and oh, he's doing that. I want to do this as well. And then like everybody gets into it and then it just fucking dilutes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you see sometimes some people, you know, pull up some, some whack shit, some you know. Crazy yeah. shit, bro. Like, where do you learn shit. that, bro, you know? Yeah. Bro, it's funny like in the MMA, bro, because like, you know, you use everything. Like, you know, there's some people that just come up with some crazy shit. Remember um, when Connor, <laughs> when old uh, Nate Diaz was like, yeah, you're playing, playing touch butt in the, in the, in the, in the park with these dudes. <laughs> and he was doing like those crazy moves. Oh, yeah. Kills, <laughs> like that shit's funny, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, bro. You're talking about uh, Max Holloway just now, so I gotta ask, man. Were you a bit disappointed when uh, Max Holloway lost yeah, twice against Alexander? Yeah, bro. I was <laughs> but I, I like, I like him because of his personality. Come on, man. Volk's our, our local oh, I, boy. I man. love Volk, bro. He's the <laughs> fucking man, G. But like, I, I like Max because of his. He's just. Mm. I like his personality. I, I think I just vibe with him because he's like a. He's like a moldy dude. Like that's it. Like I'm just like yeah, this dude. And I, I, I like that he's just like, he just has fun. Like, he just gets out there and just, yeah, like in the media and stuff. He's not, he doesn't take himself too seriously. Yeah. But I mean, I think I just said him because, to be honest, I think he was the last one that I was thinking about. Like, I, I think I was watching a video this morning of him, oh. like calling out DC like a hundred times. Bro, I love that shit. I'm the That's hilarious, man. I'm the baddest <laughs> man on the planet, DC. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I love this shit, I watched bro. that one. That's hilarious, yeah. bro. He's calling out a heavyweight, bro. <laughs> know, bro. Fuck it. Like, let's just do it. And then he's like following around like, yeah, bro, I've come to find you. I'm coming for that rematch. It's like, yeah. Yeah, it's I, good jokes. And and that's what I like about like Holloway. Like, you know, it's just good jokes, good fun. And he's just, he's just an like, entertainer. Bro, yeah, yeah. You know? And that's like my, my all-time favorite before he went all fucking psycho was old Rampage shit. Mm. I loved Rampage because he was just a dickhead and like he was just like not he had no censorship like he was just and then later on when he didn't realize he sucked anymore he kept trying to go but like yeah we're talking like you know when he fought um Chuck we you know Vandalay that mm -hmm. kind of thing and and even in Pride like that was cool for me I was like yeah like yeah he was my favorite him Rashad is another one. Yeah, Rashad yeah. Evans was a, another interesting cat as yeah. well. Like I watched this um, podcast on Joe Rogan and how he was like before when he was fighting and like after he retired and, you know, yeah. he's doing his commentary and like stuff on the side now. And like he's just such a chill dude. Yeah. Might have been because of the weed as well. <laughs> or the mushroom. Because <laughs> he mushies. was like, that was what he was saying as well. Like, you know, um, after like after fighting professionally and when he retired, like he just changed his whole mindset. And I think mm. he got into like the vegan... Yeah, whole vegan and, thing as well, and yeah. try try that. But what what are your thoughts about that, bro? Like the whole vegan thing, like oh, bro, I tried like I tried to go like vegetarian one time, and but I was like, yeah, nah, not for you, nah, eh? Not for me. I, I I do do the keto stuff. Like I do them. I do keto like every or like week, like during the weekday, and then in the weekend we film bakery runs well, most of the time. Mm. 
So like I I do like yeah I I did that. I mean yeah I lost a bit of weight. Like it was weird, bro, because the first time I was on camera, bro, I was like, gee, I gotta lose some weight because I'm getting <laughs> too big. And then I lost like ten kg, man, just oh. on, just on keto, like just eating better, mm-hmm. not really doing just much a better diet. Yeah, because I didn't have a lot of like I didn't have a lot of time, bro. Like because I mean if I'm doing three podcasts a week, on top of that working a nine to five, you know it's hard for me. I'm gonna have to cut something out. So. Yeah, just eating better. And then once I get down to where I need to get to, then I'll think. But like, it's just finding little tricks and little. You do, because um, you, you're doing a, like basketball coaching and all that. Do mm. you get too much physical activity outside of that? or? Well, that's the thing is like COVID like hit. So there was no basketball season. So I, could, I didn't have any, like I couldn't go to the gym. Like I couldn't, you know, just go and shoot around with my boys. Um, but yeah, I mean, having my kids and, and running around with them is a, you know enough and and at, at work at school you know it's um you know i'm active all the time there too but it's just like you know i get ex- extra active and then uh, just eating better and that's what i'm trying but you know it's a work in progress yeah you but know. especially when you've got this reputation of eating pies <laughs> and running a, a pie series yeah so yeah. we try to do it like uh we're trying to get our season three done and wrapped up before the end of the end of the month so you know that will be us for the yeah year. that's pretty cool um talking about bakery runs bro how yeah, tell us the story of how that, that whole thing came about, bro. Like, Yeah, so um, my friend... That's pretty random. Uh, bro, it is. Uh, <laughs> um, my friend is Sly Will, uh, Will Slingsby. He's, hey, shout um, out to uh, Will. Shout outs to my bro, Will. Um, yeah, he's uh, he, he's a... Uh, I've known him for ages. We talked about that place I used to work at um, with the gaming stuff. He he used to come in. That's how I first met him. Um, the one down at uh, K-Road. In K-Road, yeah. yeah. Oh, is that where uh, Nick of the Woods is at the moment? Like Ooh. the one there? But it, it used to be a gaming like little lounge. And so, yeah, he would come in after school and he was always doing like little montages with his little halo and shit like that. And then um, then he went to go and do it properly. He went to uh, uni and did um, videography. And then, bro, like, um, yeah, he just kept going, keep getting up there. And we did a couple of basketball jobs where we did some social media for um, <clears throat> basketball, basketball New Zealand. Ooh. And then, um, yeah, then he went to go and work at TVNZ for re and uh, over COVID, they didn't re-up his uh, contract. And yeah, he just said, bro, like, I want to just do stuff. Like, just give me an idea. And I said, man, like, everybody always, uh, like, and it used to be an ongoing joke on my Twitch stream that, like, Clendon Bakery is the best bakery. Like, anybody else would tell me otherwise, I'd say, you're all shit. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and then I said, man, it would be really cool if I just went around and we just reviewed these places and mm. just gave my honest opinion about them. And then we did one episode at um, just around the corner from my house at Hill Road, and uh, we put it up online just to, just to see what happened, and yeah, it just blew up. Just to see what the feedback is, eh? Yeah. And oh. it's, been, it's been getting like pretty good feedback, man. Yeah, man. Like, um, it's weird. Like, for me, like I'm an Instagram guy, right? So I was on Instagram, and I'll I'll look at the numbers on Instagram. I'll be like, oh yeah, it's all good. Like, oh that's pretty cool, you know. But then I checked out flipping Facebook, and it was like. I think the Joseph Parker one's at like 80K, like 80,000 people have watched it. And then like the next one's at like 60K. And, you know, I'm just like, whoa. Like on, on Instagram, it still pops a bit, but yeah. And it's it's been cool. It's been a great, and it's been, because I did the podcast around the set before. And so, you know, I was able to call on these guests that I've already had to come on and be guests on the show. And, and yeah, that's how the... They're happy to do it. and Yeah, because they, they had a good time on the interview because I was asking, you know, questions that they were like, oh, man, that was pretty cool. Like, you know. And, um, yeah, so our first guest was uh, Pax Asadi, who's a, a comedian and he's a great dude. Um, 
And then, yeah, we, we, set, we were like, oh, I wonder what it's like to have a guest on. We did it and we're like, oh, this is great. And then just got more and more. Yeah. I love it though, man. It's it's good fun. It, yeah, bro. I, I I mean, I personally enjoy watching the, um, the oh, you choice. know the series, bro. It's pretty cool, and just to see the uh, like the progression of the the whole series as well. So I, I wanted to ask, like, um, you there was one that was pretty cool to me was uh, the one where you actually worked with the oh the baby uh, the uh, yeah was it in what's his name Lee Lee yeah, Lee and, uh, what's the name of the show how do I get Pi Fi Pi Fi yes yeah. so Pi Fi and then um, you guys actually you had the chance to. We made uh, our own pies. Yeah, me yeah. or bias. Bro, I've got to ask, man. Okay. How the heck did you think of putting me goreng in okay. the pie? Bro? How the heck did that come about, bro? Okay, I'll tell you. What was going in your... Okay. <laughs> I have an uncle. His name's LT, right? My uncle. This is the first time I told the story. Yeah. You know, it's it's oh, for special, you. Special, man. Special. Okay. I have this uncle. His name's, his name's LT, right? And he's he's patched up. He's he's in the mongrel pop. <laughs> <laughs> All right? He went to jail. Okay? This is a true story. He went to jail for a leg, which... You know, I think he did like maybe four years. And then he came out and he, and I was like 12 when he came out and he showed me the prison omelet. All right. And what it was, <laughs> okay. What it was, was eggs. You put eggs and then you, you get your megaring noodles. You put it on, put it in and you stir it up. All right. And then you make it like a flat pancake, right? You, you put cheese on it, you flip it over and then, and then you put it on your plate and that's how you eat it. That's the prison omelet, right? And so... <laughs> <laughs> I, then I went home and I was like, man, I'm making these all the time. These are the jam. <laughs> and then I would put like bacon in it. I put pepper in it. I put like capsicum in it. You know, I would I would get creative with this yeah, shit. Just, just to try but mix the it staple up. was the eggs yeah. and the and and the the Yeah. And I love migraine noodles, man. I lived on migraine noodles most of my life, bro. You te- you're telling someone who came from Asia, bro. We <laughs> <laughs> know that migraine. They're bro. the jam. And so I thought. Man, let's just put it in a pie, man. And then um, when I hit up Lee, like I gave him all my things and uh, uh, before we filmed, and he's like, "This is the greatest idea I've ever heard of in my life." And then we did it, and he, and we tasted it, and it was amazing. And yeah, and we did that one in another smoked fish pie. So, uh, and then we did the cocoa pops thing. So we did three pies. Yeah, that was pretty cool, man. Yeah. I was like, uh, and just to have that, you know, have that idea put. You know, not only just for the show, yeah. but you guys actually went on to sell it to people. Yeah, we, we spent one day. Yeah, bro, yeah. how was that? How was that whole? Bro, it sold out in like forty-two minutes, man. Like, yeah, we yeah. were like, we were there for, uh, and then he had to go and put another batch on of everything. Wow. Yeah, and like, were you expecting it to have like a huge turnout like that? Bro, I got there right. I, I parked. I, w- I had a full day of work in town, so I parked in at the Sky City. And, you know, I, I come up on my little freaking scooter and I come around the corner on, and there was like seven to eight. There's was, there was like a good 10 people. Just waiting there already. Waiting out for it to, to open. And I go, and they were all like, hey, Tim. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Like, bro, we love your stuff, bro. Like, yeah. And I was like, okay. And then there was more people. And when we opened up, there was a line. I was like, holy. Mm. Um, and like, it was cool to do that after COVID because... You know, and Lee will never say, like, he never said it to us, but we knew. Like, uh, you know, like, it's hard, man. Like, mm. especially on Definitely. K Road, because yeah. K Road, there's so many cafes. Heaps yeah. of them. They're on their whole stretch as well. Like, oh, it's everywhere, right? Bit of a struggle. Right? And so, because it's him and his family, and f- for us to just go, bro, like, we just want to bring people in. We don't want no kickback from it. We just want to try this out. Are you keen? He's like, bro, I love your show. Let's do it. And it was really cool. And uh, and we're, we're going to be doing it um, again this year. 
Uh, this time out in probably out in Albany, we've got a spot out there that's Ooh. a bit bigger. Yeah, because uh, we we can I mean people can park. Like, yeah, yeah, so yeah, parking's always a problem, mm. especially with the whole um, roadworks going on now. Like it's just been going on for ages, man. Bro, and like they were right outside the the shop, and we couldn't even film with like the mics on because it was the just noise too loud. was just yeah. too bad. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. And but like um the other thing with that is it, it brought like man he must have he must have made a lot of money that day like you know and um. And then, you know, like I grabbed some, I was on my FM like the next week and I, you know, I grabbed some pies and t- took them into the, t- he goes, go, here's the Mickering pies. And, you know, we shouted them out on my FM and then he got more people in and, uh, you know, and it's just, it's that village mentality we talked exactly, about. Exactly, but uh, just a brother helping another brother out, you know, yeah. and that's what it is. And he makes things that we love. Like he makes pies. Exactly. We love pies. Let's try and help the bro out. But I think next time when we do it, we're going to get some merch and things like that. And yes. Just try to push a little more. Because at the end of the day, like, you know, you are doing something for on your brand and your stuff as yeah. well. And I'm, I'm pretty sure, brother, like the support. One of the things that, um you know, people underestimate is you will get some haters. No yeah. doubt about that. But the people who do support you, like, you'll be surprised. Like, bro. Yeah. You know, like, man, they, they really appreciate... We don't want, I mean, like, if you want, if you want to get something, you can, but I'm not forcing it down your throat, you know, yeah. like, gotta get it. But, like, people actually do support you and they're like, hey, you know, we love your stuff or whatever. Yeah. And I'm sure there are, you know, some people who are loyal, who, you know, like, they want to see more. And mm. if you, if, because you got, people got to understand as well, like, all this costs money, bro. Oh, wow. All this costs money. Yeah. And, like, uh, it's come out from your own pocket. And if you want to get better, you want to improve, you got to upgrade and this and that, mm. whatnot. you got to do other stuff. So, you know, you got to also you got to also invest in something that you believe in. You exactly. Know? I think that's probably been something that I've kind of had to grow into. You know, like like investing money and investing time into something that you believe in. And I mean, this is a perfect example for you, bro. Like you've invested all the money to get all the gear. You've invested the time that you spend. And a lot of people don't. I don't want to say appreciate that. But sometimes people forget and they, they, they need to start remembering like to help these local people out. Like, exactly. You know, get in and, and you know, donate or, or talk to somebody that you know that will sponsor or, you know, and be honest. And if you believe, if, if you like that content, bro, like do whatever you can in your power to help them, you know? Exactly, yeah. man. And, um, you know, that's, that's the one, like, um, I feel some people have that wrong mentality where, like, you know, you have... Uh, podcast and you you like start to find negative stuff about the other you know the smaller podcast just starting up and stuff like that look man if you want to find something bad about someone you can find 101 things you know but like what are you gaining from it bro like Mm. the the whole idea is you should be helping each other to improve to get better and to elevate yourselves man if you want to be on the you know the big playing field like you've got to help each other like those mm. big fellas didn't get there just by themselves. Yeah. You know what and, I mean? And that's what really kind of pisses me off too, is those big people that didn't get there by themselves are the ones that kind of distance themselves. But that's a societal thing too, mm. because there's some people that are dickheads that will like, you know, like let's let's talk about DMs for a second. You can't just slide into anyone's DMs and say, hey, can you come on my podcast? You exactly. know, because that person... More than anything, females. Like, the female... I, I it's so hard for me to get female guests on mm. because I can't just say, hey, would you be interested in coming on? Because they get all these weird fucking, like... 
Yeah, but no. they've got probably got hundreds of DMs. And or... I'm lost in that massive <laughs> in that tsunami pile, bro. <laughs> of these tryhards that are trying to get their ends, you know? Yeah. But um, yeah, it's like I had um Athena mm. from Flavor on yeah. my actually listen I listened to yeah. that podcast yesterday. And like I messaged her mm. like four or five times because you know, and she even says it to me. She's like, Tim, if I don't get back to you, just keep plugging because I can only see who's on the top. Top of the list, yeah. yeah. So you just have to keep plugging with me. And 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 she said, don't worry, don't be shy. I'm not going to think that you're a dickhead. Just keep going because, you know, like, and, and but like, why though? And the other thing too, bro, that I wanted to bring up with you as well is back to Izzy again. Izzy has his OnlyFans, right? It's the most genius fucking shit I've ever seen in my life. Bro, exactly. 100%. I was going to... It's don't the know most if... fucking genius thing. Bro, I was He's another say. fucking level, G. You see, the thing with what Izzy does is... He leads the way and he does what he wants. Bro. Yeah. And he makes it, he adds his own touch and spice to it. Nobody can say anything, bro. Usually the, 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 the you know, the, the, the idea people have when they think OnlyFans is... Is, is feet or teddy yeah, pics. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, nudes and girls yeah. and this and that, whatnot, and porn stars or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But like, you know, Izzy starting his OnlyFans and he's... And, you know, he just does it. like Yeah. And he's got millions of people around the world that would be like, oh, yeah, probably, bro, all yeah. good. Just as long as it's like, and and he's like, there's, and then there's other people that are like, oh, bro, what if, you know, like, mm. oh, bro, like, why would you do that? Like, and it's not the nude side of things. It's like the content side of things. Because he's putting stuff you don't see on it. Exactly. Right? Yeah. He's putting, you know, Private. behind the scenes, yeah. scenes stuff and he, you can message him and things like that. Right. But like. These people that are like, nah, that's fucking bullshit, are the ones that are greedy. Like, they want more content mm. from this guy, but they're not willing to pay for it. Pay for it, yeah. And it's like, bro, like, well, don't moan about it then. If you don't want to pay for it, fuck off. Like, yeah. It's nothing like, personal, it's just business, man. And that's great. Like, that's what it is. And that's why, yeah, it buzzes me out, bro. And even chicks that get down with that stuff on the OnlyFans, bro, good on them, bro. Like, shit. Exactly, yeah. It's, it's, it's your, I mean... It's your way how you want to earn mm. your money, man. If that's how you want to get your paycheck, you know, easy. And, go and for like, it, you but know. Like, if I respect it, man. There's a, there's a, there's a um, quote, a Jay-Z quote, bro, and it says, what you eat doesn't make me shit, right? Like, mm. so whatever you do doesn't affect me at all. Exactly, 100%. And that's exactly what it is. Like, people just need to just, okay, man, nah, that doesn't affect me. It's not going to make make me feel a, a different way. I just need to uh, avoid it. But that's not the way the world works, man. The world works from like, I've got an opinion. Everyone listen to me. It's like, fuck up. Like, nobody wants to hear. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. And um, like exactly what, you know, this, he's he's building like multiple sources of income, you it's know. fucking brilliant, man. And you've got to have, when you, when you have that kind of following like that and you've got to capitalize, bro. Because if not, you lose out, man. It's going to, it's not, and that's the cool thing about it is it's not going to be, like, he recognizes, it, this might not be here in 10, 15 years. Yeah. So let's make as much money as we can now. While you're at the top of your game yeah. or even, like, you know, save still climbing. Yeah, yeah, you know. Save it like, up. Exactly, like, how, um, I think the other one was, like, how Floyd Mayweather does a lot of his stuff. Mm. You know, like, when he first opened his club, you know, and he was, like, heavily promoting it and people were like, man, we don't want to, we don't, like, watch or see this stuff or whatever. But bro, he gets all the attention he needs, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he just, he keeps the thing about like what he does, he always tries to stay relevant and in the conversation, bro. Yeah. 
oh, that's brilliant, man. Like, yeah. why would you, just because, bo- like, boxers in the past have retired and then went off the radar and went quiet and, like, lived their life, doesn't mean he needs to yeah. follow whatever they're doing. That's the thing with him. I mean, the Connor thing, this Jake Paul thing, mm. like, it's keeping him relevant and it's keeping eyes on him. But he's like capitalizing on it. And that's what's like, bro, like the only people that have problems with that are the ones that aren't in their position like, and will never be in their position. Oh, their big problem, bro, with or, society or is jealous, bro. Oh, Jealousy. We can bro. talk about that all day. But like the, <laughs> the only other ones too are the ones that think, here's another one, bro, is that the ones that think that your success is going to take, your success is going to take money away from me. Mm. You know what I mean? And that comes down to jealousy. But I mean, like, I mean, look at this podcast, bro. Like, I do a podcast, you do a podcast. And we're here together. We're just two podcasters. I know, just one chilling podcast. out, bro. Yeah, exactly, But, like, man. here's the thing is, like, you, my following's going to come over and see you. And your following's going to come see me. Exactly. We both fucking win. You know? And whether, you're, whether your following's 10 and mine's 20, fucking who it cares? It doesn't fucking matter, yeah. Yeah, it's content. And it's cool content. Like, my, my people will come over and go, oh, fuck, I, I watched your interview with Ali. But I'm going to come and watch the Ali show. And it's like... Cool. Like, that's what we fucking want, right? And that, you're, exactly. And like, you know, you're promoting your mates, you know? Bro. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I mean, obviously everybody already watches Joe Rogan or they yeah. watch, they listen to Gary Vee or whatever. And that's fine. That's but perfectly I th- fine. I think know? like, going back to the conversation we had over DMs, bro. Like I said, bro, I've been watching you and then I had to come back and I go, in a good way though, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like I've been like, not like watching, oh fuck, what's he doing? I've been watching the grind. I've been watching the effort being put in and I've been admiring that shit because fucking 80% of people that do do podcasts don't do that shit. Exactly. They just do it, post it, boom, I'm done. Why is nobody listening? You yeah. know, it's much bigger than it's that. Hard. And you it, know. And like, you know, that's the thing, you know, when when I look at your stuff as well, I was like, I know, man, this guy's, this guy's does the, done the hard work and what shocked me even more was when I found out you had, you know, you had your full-time teacher as well. Yeah. Because let's be honest, like, uh, uh, w- w- as a teacher, really your job doesn't end when you leave the school. Nah. You know what I mean? And uh, I, I have a lot of mates who are teachers and uh, <laughs> a, good mate, my, a good mate of mine, his, his missus is a teacher as well. So, like, I understand, like, all the that work that actually goes mm. into it. Like, you actually bring home yeah. your work to do. Yeah. And the fact that you are actually, like, pumping out this content, interviewing people, talking to people. I was like, man, that, this guy's grinding, bro. Well, that's the thing is I have to because like what I said, if I invested my time and my effort and my money into this thing, I can't let myself down. Like I can't just be like, oh, yeah, all good. Like I'll do it later because that's, you know, that's time that I've spent, you know, talking to somebody mm-hmm. or coming out here or doing stuff. Like, that I'll never get back and that I can't spend with my kids. Like, I can't spend with my missus, you know? Exactly. Bro. So, it's um, it's it's really kind of, you know, I, I always think back to, like, and, and when I was, and this is the major reason, another reason why I changed um, changed Twitch streaming, bro, is because it's just time. Like, the, the amount of time I took, you know, I'd be on stream for five, six hours, maybe even longer. And, you know, that's, that's who you are. It's a waste of time, you know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, but like, yeah, that's the thing is like um, a lot of times we we kind of forget that, you know, content is king, exactly. but it shouldn't have to be free all the time, bro. Like you gotta, yeah, you gotta pay your part too, you know? Time is money, brother. It is, bro. People don't understand, man. Like yeah. you take, you know what I mean? Like we could be spending time, play, you know, playing with our kids, families, or yeah. just chilling or doing whatever, but like we're putting out content, you know, like at some point, 
But here's on. the thing I want to put out to you, bro. If you, and this is how I've changed my mindset too, bro. And it's pretty morbid the way that this is that I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking say this. And but when I die, bro, like if I if I die, I have this fucking dope trail of content that my kids will see, my grandkids will see, my grandkid because it's all it's all there. Like my funeral is gonna be lit, G. Like you know how they like they have a funeral and it's got like a fucking um, uh, you know like a projector up and it's got like you know photos of things. Bro, I've got fucking pie interviews. I've got hey, bro. You know what I'm done. saying? Yeah, exactly. And it's the same with you, bro. Like they can look back at this. That's like a, a legacy, capsule. brother. That's a but legacy. It's the same with both of us, you know. <laughs> and people like that's that's really what I'm like. I always think back. I'm like, yeah, bro. Like uh, I've just got to do some dope shit, and then um and and that's what I've been doing. Pretty you much. Know, you want to leave behind something, and I think like man, it's more than you realize, like, it's it's actually inspiration, motivation for people out there. Like, you might not know it personally, mm. or they might not say anything to you, but you might be the very reason someone else does to go something big and great one day. Yeah. But I think even that comment, bro, that, like, they might not say that. I reckon we need to change that as mm. as people, bro, in, in exactly. New Zealand. Like, if... if uh, if I see some dope shit, bro, and I did it with you, you just say it straight I'll be up. Like, yeah, bro, exactly. your shit is dope, bro, and you work, and I like that. Like exactly, you know? yeah. And what, what you know, and that's the thing you got to, as a, a creator as well, someone who does all this stuff. Like you've got to not only pay attention to your stuff, mm. but you got to look around your whole. Oh yeah, man. You know, and, and you see what other people are doing, and you're like, man, that's that's cool. Exactly, but it's, it's it's flipping that switch between yeah. looking at something and going, oh, bro, I reckon I can do that better than he could. You need to change that too, bro. That was pretty cool, man. Fuck, I wonder. I wonder how we did it. If I can talk to him, you know. And the world is connected, bro. Like, it's it's all that. Like, if you want to get to somebody, you could probably get to somebody really quickly. Like, like you could figure if you if you want it enough. If you wanted to talk to somebody, you could you could figure a way out if you really want it. Yeah, I think that's like um, maybe I, I I don't know. We might share the same um, ideology, but for me, like, I don't see. I don't believe in impossible, bro. You know, mm. like. There's always a way. Hmm. If you if you want to do something, you want to get something done. There's always a way. Always, bro. bro. And you just gotta figure it out, or you gotta find someone who can help you. Yeah, and then just keep like um. I mean, my thing was was the podcast. Like I was like, okay, I want to get this by the end of next year. I want to get it top fifty, and um in New Zealand, and we did it. But it was like, okay, cool. I've done that one. What's next? You know. But um, yeah, it's been it's really interesting that. Goals and achievements, you know, they come and go. But as long as you're you're clear headed on where you want to go and what you want to do, you have a sense of direction as well. You yeah, know, you, I mean, my biggest dream is to be like, like a Jimmy Fallon, you know, that kind of guy, like on um, on TV for New Zealand, like or even America. But you know, like that's my big dream, and it's huge, like it's a massive dream. But if I don't, it, if I didn't have it, then I would have no direction. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say, like to be honest, bro. Uh, from what I've seen, I wouldn't say that's a dream. Mm. Like that will come to reality. Yeah, you are already setting yourself up to be in that see position. It, bro. You and see it now, way eh? I said that. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. And even before you said it, bro, just looking at all your stuff because I was scroll way back. Bro. I look at everything. Yeah. Like you know, you want to see everything. You listen to this and that and whatnot, and like the just that whole progression that you've made. Yeah, you already, you already like. I feel that brushing way too. that chair yeah. for you to sit on, or yeah, and I mean, like, um, it's funny that you said, like, um, there was a a dude hit me up, uh, that worked for Maori Television around doing, uh, because there was a show called the There's a guy called Peel, and he's mm. quite well known in New Zealand, 
he's like a Maori uh, entertainer, and he has a show on that is like that. And uh, they had Izzy on, and they sucked, man. Like I was like, you have Israel Adesanya on, and you can't even like ask him questions around like good shit. They asked him like, what does it feel like to be in the octagon? I'm like, what the fuck do you think, G? <laughs> like straight up, what do you think he's gonna fucking say? And this is my and here I am going, oh yeah, you shouldn't like, put down other other things. But <laughs> I was like, bro, what do you think, G? Yeah, some like, questions could have been better thought of. And and you just see Izzy like, oh yeah, it's, it's just mean, brother. Like you know, like. I'm just like, bro, you give me like yeah, that opportunity, bro, I would smoke it out the water. But it, it really comes down to who's seen your shit. And mm, exactly, um yeah. and I I feel that towards the end of last year, people were seeing my shit that I never thought would see it and have, you know, messaged me like, bro, we're gonna have a conversation about this and this and this. But I can't I can't fucking pay my mortgage with it. You know, like mm. I can't rest on that. I, I just gotta keep keep moving and keep being exactly 100%. avoiding um Avoiding complacency. Yeah. Exactly, 100%, brother. Um, hey guys, Ali here. Just want to say thank you for listening to our podcast. We appreciate your love and your support. If you're not already on board, please do follow us on here and share it with your friends and family. If you prefer a visual experience, our videos are actually up on YouTube at the Ali channel. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, and share, and leave a comment or feedback if you like. And also, you can follow us on our socials at the underscore Ali underscore channel for Instagram and on our Facebook page at the Ali channel. We'll see you soon and I hope you enjoy the rest of the podcast. Yeah, so that's my dream, bro. That's my dream. And like it's, a, uh, yeah, like like what you said, like, like I planned it out, bro. And I planned everything out in my mind. I was like, okay, I got to get, and I, I made a checklist on what I need to get better at. Um, I need to get better at, um, talking. I need to get better at researching. I need to get better at this and this and this, and 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 I need to get better at social media. And I did like, and that's and I worked extremely hard. You know what's the best part is like we we always looking for ways to get better. Like yeah. that you don't you don't want to get to a point where you're getting you know it's you hit a plateau and it's mm. like it just stays there. You're always finding ways to like oh maybe can I do this? Can I try this? And yeah. It's just trying new things as well. Yeah, so like uh, that was, and that was the bakery run for me. Like, so I did the podcast. Then I was like, okay, I need to get better at being in front of the camera, like normally. Mm. And so that was the bakery run. And now my thing is like, I need to get, so my 2021 thing is I need to get better at thinking on my feet and being able to um, command an audience. So I'm starting like stand up. Like, yeah. yeah, bro, I was going to ask, that was one of the things, bro. First thing that popped like uh, in my head when I was watching all your stuff, I was like, is he a comedian? Does he do stand-up comedy on the side? Or like, he must be doing it, bro. Never done And it. then when I was like watching all your stuff and all that, and um, I, you know, I hear a few podcasts and you were saying like, you know how you say your family actually doesn't think you're funny at all? Yeah, yeah, they fucking think I'm dry <laughs> as shit, bro. Especially my missus, bro. I want to talk about my missus for a second. Dude. She thinks I'm, and, and I hope she's watching. I bet she's not. She, she never supports me in the show. I'll, I'll cut this clip and I'll put it out. Nah, you leave it in here with Joe. And Junior Fire, you should have come to training there one. <laughs> Fuck you, Junior Fire. God damn. This is the no, bonus um, no, so, um, yeah, they always, they always hit me, my, especially my missus, bro. My missus comes from a family where, like, you just don't laugh at other people's jokes. And I say some funny shit, but she never thinks I'm funny. But um, she'll tell her friends that I'm funny. 
She go, oh yeah, he's funny. But when it comes to me, it's like, nah, gee, she. You're not funny. Dry. No, don't, dry. don't try that. Yeah. And like, yeah, and and I always, my son is like, my son is the butt of all my jokes. <laughs> he's he's eight, man, and he has this humongous head. And I just go at him about his big head all the time. And he thinks it's funny. But my <laughs> missus just, you need to stop that. That's not very funny anymore. You know, the third time you've said that today and it's not funny. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm starting I'm starting stand-up, bro. How, a, how's that whole? It's, um, um, I'm really lucky to have some really talented people around me to help me. Mm. And, I, you know, I've, I've like Pax and uh, Joe Damon as well. Um, you know, I run ideas past them. But they never give me, because you can't. You can't like cheat that own, shit. It's you know? like your own style. You have yeah. your own kind of My taste biggest worry is that I don't know, people might not just get might not get my hood humor. Mm. But um yeah, no, I'm I'm going into it. I've I've got my seven minutes sorted. And it's funny, bro, they have like competitions. So they have like if you're new to the game, they let you in and then you do like six minutes and then they give you an invite to come to the tournament that they do, and it's like a Ooh, where yes. is this at, bro? Just in town, bro. I'll let really? you know. Do you come through? Bro, give me the details, yeah. man. I um I, I like um I, I usually watch a lot of stuff online and like I wanna go to like um live no, stuff, man. but I just don't know where to go. And I was like, man, where do we where do we check it's out? It's at the classic in mm. on uh, Queen Street. But I went for my very first time, bro, like on Tuesday. Yeah. Ever. Oh, was that the one I saw uh, on my story? On your story, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And oh, I got okay. heaps of people like, oh, yeah, how man, was that? It was cool, but there was times when I was sitting back like, yeah, yeah, I reckon I could hang here. You know, like, yeah, yeah. And then Pax gets up and he's like a G, bro. Like, that dude just is killing like it. pro. Like, it's like watching, like, like yeah, it's like watching Izzy in the in the cage, bro. He's like moving around, like setting up traps. Like, he, that's what he does, bro. He sets traps up just like Izzy does. Like, he'll set up a trap. Like, where's my brown people at? And then he'll know... He'll know if if he gets yeah, then he'll go one way. If no, oh man, and then he'll go another yeah, way. You know what I'm saying? Now. So he's real. He's real smart like mm. that. So he was, you know, just just picking his brain and because uh, yeah, he picks my brain for like basketball stuff, and I pick his stuff for comedy. When did you like uh, talking about basketball? Like when did you from, from? Is it from when you were a kid or? Bro, so I used to play league, bro, and then my, then I got then I got injured. I, I played league until I was a five, <laughs> like, and my mum was like, because my mum raised me, she was solo mum, so she was just like, fuck, I'm not taking this dude to the hospital every time he gets hurt. And I I broke my collarbone, and then Ooh. she was like, nah, you're not you're not doing this. And then I was like six, and then um, yeah, started since I was six years old, and been all around the world, man. I've been yeah, yeah been cool. been look, been to China, India. Guam, um, America. I was seconded. I went to the States for three months and did a secondment over there. Oh, nice. It's pretty yeah. cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Bro, it's pretty tricky. So you're yeah. like deep into basketball. I was deep, bro. bro. I was an assistant coach for the uh, junior tour ferns for the New Zealand national under 18s. Oh. Yeah, bro. For, for a few years, for three or four years. And um, is your boy getting into basketball? A little bits here and there. My mm. daughter, my daughter is, uh, man, my daughter's got the genes. Like the tall, the tall jeans. Like mm. she's tall ass, man. And I'm like, come on, like yeah, pick up the ball. But she's just like, nah. <laughs> I'd rather just draw, and that's cool. Like I'm like, yeah. yeah they got their thing. Eh? They got their thing. They yeah. they, they kind of grow into their own thing. Yeah, and and that's how it is. But now nah, my son's getting into it a little bit. He likes skateboarding and riding his bikes and stuff like that. But Ooh. yeah, but uh, he wants to get into boxing. Like yeah, yeah. Mm. He uh, pretty good. Yeah. So I watch a lot of stuff, and he's like, oh yeah, I reckon I can do that. There. Like, come on in. We might take him down to smack gym. And real, oh, it's close to uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and that's where baby uh, baby Nansen and she's Sam a, the Shank, yo, she's a beast, yo. 
<laughs> She's a beast. Yo, I used to work. And here's another one. I used to work at a school. My school that I before and her kids go. She's got twin girls. Twins, yeah. Two, yeah. Twins, they used yeah. to go there, right? And I knew who she was. And I was in the year seven and eights, right? And I was like, yo. And we were in church and she was there. And I was like, yo. <laughs> I was like, that lady right there could knock everybody else <laughs> in this church out clean. Bro. And they're like, what are you talking about? I was like, you wouldn't expect it. You know? 100%. Yeah, she has, um, you know, uh, just outside the ring. She's a very nice person, oh, yeah. you know, very friendly. And like, you know, just, just a small, yeah. small lady. And you're like, man, but when she fights, brother. Yeah, I've seen. Because I, I would watch highlights and I was like, and then she showed up at school with her kids. I was like, holy man, that's the same one that I saw on the thing. Yeah. And uh, Sam, her partner as yeah. well, man. He's a cool he, dude too. He was the former king in the ring, bro. That guy is, he, that guy is really good. And uh, we, we actually um, going to have Sam on um, in the near future. So, yeah. And so it'll be good to have a chat because we, we've done one with Baby. Yeah, yep. And uh, yeah, I was supposed to get Sam on. So um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be nice to have Sam on and uh, hear his side of the story as oh. well because, um, you know, they've, they've got some stories, man. Especially being out those ways. <laughs> like, um, bro, I remember when they're, um, I remember it was a way back, man, that uh, Smack Jim got um, broken into, bro. Mm. And holy shit. I haven't ever heard about this one, but. Oh, uh, this is, ask, I, I don't know who it was, but mm. whoever it was, bro, there was a lot of people out looking for them. <laughs> like, and they, the found, they found them. They found everything. They Ooh. got everything back. Ooh. I don't think there was, there was no fisticuffs or anything like that. Yeah. It was just like a return it. We know where you are. <laughs> return it tomorrow. Put it out in the front, you know, now. <laughs> And then it happened. you don't want to know what happens if you don't, bro. Like, who would do that shit? Go in, yeah. That's crazy. You know, I'm it's all, like, yeah. You know, it's like, it's like, for example, um, you know, just fellas rocking up to the gym and trying to, you know, street gangsters rocking. Do they get heaps of that here? Um, well, I don't know. I'm not a coach here, or yeah, yeah. you know, but uh, I mean, you definitely have a few of those, okay. and I've heard some stories, so I'll leave <laughs> the stories to the right people to tell them. Okay, oh, <laughs> there was um. There was a funny one uh, that happened quite recently. I'll, I'll tell you off camera. Oh, okay. That one, that one, that one, we gotta keep off the oh, the camera. But I'll tell, yeah. I'll tell you off camera. But um, yeah, talking about like um, you know, talking about school and all that, and mm. uh, being a, a teacher, bro. So how long have you been teaching? And uh, this will be my fifth year. My fifth year. Fifth teaching. year. Well, like I I graduated. Um, uh, so before, yeah, so I graduated from uni. I got my teaching degree. And then, then I got swooped up from um, a basketball organization, mm. and then I worked for, worked with them for six years or five years. And then, uh, what a lot of people don't know is that if you have a degree and you don't use it, was well, a teaching degree, you don't use it in six years, you have to go back to uni. Oh, so I was like, I found that out because I, I was just wondering. And then they said, yeah. So I got man, I was only like, I was really lucky. I got um, like, I got let go from that basketball when. The CEOs changed over, and then I was like, "Oh, lucky I got because now I can go and get my Deal. registration." Mm. Yeah, and now I'm a registered teacher, and yeah, I love it though. I, it's funny, like I love it because I, I love the kids, like they're just awesome. But everything that comes with it is tough, man. Like, yeah, um, I can only imagine. And um, what was the age group of the kids that you? So I have intermediate kids, so seven mm. and eight. So they they they're not really they're not. Teen, well, they are teenagers, some of them, but you know they're not fully teenagers yet. But they're not kids anymore, so it's right in the middle. Right in the middle. That's great, though. It's um, I can roast the shit out of them, and they roast me back, and it's fun. 
we just go at it. They go at me, man. And I'm like, come on then, let's bro, go. No holes, but and that, like kids at that age, bro, they don't care, bro. Yeah, you and, and, and the other thing, they don't tell their parents. <laughs> like if you go too far and you apologize, please don't tell your mom. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. I thought we were joking here, but nah. <laughs> nah, I'm only jokes. <laughs> I'm only jokes. My principal's watching. Uh, I'm only joking. That's the... Um, would you say it's uh, it's harder to teach younger kids or like the teens? Um, what do you reckon? It really depends. And I know this is going to be a cop-out, but it depends on the teacher and it depends on... Depends on how you're wired as a person, bro. Like, see, I'm wired a lot like, you know, you guys here at uh, CKB is it's a family thing. We all help each other and we, we come we come together as a crew, right? Um, whereas the other teachers that are like, it's me against the world. This is my class. Like, I don't care. Like, you know, and I, I spend a lot of time teaching compassion in my class more than anything. I, I teach these, I teach kids in my class how to be compassionate and how to how to feel for others and how to understand that your story might not be like somebody else's story, but you still have to understand who they are as people. And that's probably the best work that I've done. Like, like probably in last year, more than any, um, I had a group of kids that were just all around helping and without any Yo, prompting. Like, yeah. yeah. That's, that, that's, a, that's character, bro. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you don't learn that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah, you don't. You know? And also, bro, like when you go to when you go when you go to a job interview, bro, they don't really don't give a fuck how good you are at maths, bro. Like they don't give a fuck about your handwriting. Like really, like how many times have you been to a job interview and they're like, "Yo, write this out. We're gonna evaluate your handwriting." Like, nah, bro. It's who you are as a person, and do you work hard, and are you a good person? And yeah, it just pisses me off. There's so many teachers out there that are so fixated on. Little things like, like times tables and, and and don't get me wrong, there's places for that. But like you know, we should be teaching, we really should be teaching kids around, you know, it's important things like yeah. That. And like you know, it's interesting you said that like especially in Asia, for example, like mm. you know they they they're really hard on like the results, mm. you know, top you know, and you have Asian parents wanting their kids to be like top five percent or top two or top in the class mm. or. You know, they're so infatuated with the results, bro. But, like, is your kid really learning, like, life lessons and, like, you know, building character and, like, that sort of stuff? And, like... Man, uh, I'll use an example um, of a kid that I had, um, like, would break down. Like, the smartest kid in the world, bro. Like, like we're talking, like, he was year seven doing year 13 maths. Like, he was one of the smartest kids in the world, bro, uh, in, in our class. Um, and the, the kid just would like any little resilient, any little failure, he'd cry. Like he'd be like, fuck, like, like he'd get like, we'd play a game, we'd play sport and his team would lose, he'd cry. Like, or like, you know, and he'd just break down like, and I'm talking crying, like I'm talking like full on hard, like, you know, and then, um, bro, I spent that whole year just drilling it into him that it's okay to fail, man. Failure is great. We need to embrace failure because if we don't fail, we don't know if we're doing good or bad. It's like having rain and having sun. Like, you know, it's if it's sunny all the time, we're going to be in a drought. And if it's raining all the time, we're going to be flooded. So we need to be able to balance it. I spent that whole year sorting him out. And then, bro, like um, just seeing him grow as a person. And then um, his, 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 his father passed away, bro. 
and it's year eight, right? Oh. And you know, um, seeing him take these tools that I've I helped him with, taking those tools and you know, putting it to the hardest failure of all, bro. Like the hardest loss of anything. That's like losing one, my parent, like, and taking and and watching him just be like, you know what, I, Mr. Mr. Provise, that's not really my name, but yeah, that's you know, <laughs> Tim said, like, you know, like he he taught me that, like, and he even said that to me. He 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 wrote it down. He said, you know, Mr. Like you taught me that it's okay to it's okay to lose, and everything we lose, we learn. And I'm like, bro, you're the man, dude, like straight. And yeah, that moment there, bro, was more important than his his flipping math results or his anything, you know? And he turned out to be one of the coolest cats out because he just knows that, you know, all that stuff doesn't mean nothing. Like, you know, you could be the smartest kid in the world, but if you can't hang out with this kid, or if you go to high school and you, you don't know how to make friends, then we're all in we're all in the shit, you know? Yeah, you're gonna yeah. struggle, man. You didn't really take away anything from it. And like I think um yeah, I shared, I shared this story with you, um, you know, that I, I did like relief teaching for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so, yeah, there was a there was a period in time where when I finished my studies, I actually um, considered going down the path of teaching, bro. And like, I, I thought about it for a good, you know, wee while. And then I was like, in the end, I didn't, I didn't want to go down that path. Um, firstly, it was money reasons because uh, it's not a lot of money. Mm. Uh, from where I was, I was like, you know, I, and... I was like, I, I just wanted to make the big bucks, you know? Yeah. So I was like, screw that. And then the other one as well that really got to me was, because as a student, bro, I was a naughty kid, man. Yep. I was like, worst of the worst, bro. They hated me, bro. Yeah. Everybody fucking hated me. So like, I used to give so much shit to all the teachers, bro. And... <laughs> And one of my in the back of my mind is like, bro, if I gonna if I'm gonna be, a, I was like, bro, it's gonna come. Back it's to coming to you, brother. I was like, bro, it's gonna bite me in the ass. I was like, man, better not go down that path, man. Bro, but, bro, I think like um, you know, talking about making an impact on um on on, on a student's or a life, bro. You know, a kid's life. Um, I had uh two like from my whole time studying, I had two. Uh, teachers that um, taught me a lot of lessons in life, bro. Yeah. You know, and like when everybody else was like, man, this kid's, we're not going to waste our time with him. Mm. We're not even going to try. Because I was at that stage, bro. Like just, you know, I was just listening to anybody. I just yeah. did whatever I want, you know. And like these two fellas, like they were not like full on. Uh, one was actually like the discipline master of the school. Yeah. So he's like, he has to be like pretty full on. But they taught me like a lot of lessons, bro. Mm. That um, you know, I you wouldn't have learned anywhere else. You oh know? yeah, bro. And um, just not, I think one of the other ones like not giving up on you as well. Yeah. And just being with you, cause obviously you know when you study psychology and all that, like things happen because there are other things that happen around you and it's like true. all that other things. So they knew, they saw it, and they what I appreciated about like them. And like closer to the end, I decided to change my ways and stuff like that was because they were persistent, bro. Mm. And like I was a very persistent kid as well, but I was going down the wrong path, you know, and yeah. like getting trouble. So they didn't give up on me, bro. And like, you know, just understanding and just relating to my yeah. situation as well. Like, I appreciated that, bro. Mm. And then in the end, I kind of took like all these lessons from whatever I've learned. Yeah. And, and th those stories, 
Everybody has their stories, exactly, you know. Man. Some teacher that oh, I don't want to say every every kid, but yeah, every yeah. every naughty kid like we. <laughs> yeah. I was the naughtiest of the naughty, bro. But like we always had like somebody that, and you, bro, you always remember those people. And I wanted to be that. I'm, as a teacher, I wanted to be that person. Like I wanted to be that one that were like, yeah, no, nah, I learned this because Mister taught me that, you know, this and this and and um, and yeah, it's it, you're right. Like there's not a lot of money in it. Um, compared to other jobs but um yeah it's really that satisfaction i mean exactly I, man that satisfaction yeah. is big bro that's that's bro. a big one and if that's what you're if that's what you're about about trying to change young people's lives i mean bro like um another part of me was like um i think probably the biggest thing that grew me in terms of being an educator and being a somebody like that was like i spent um like five years of my life at so working for child and family so I was in the residence. So I was in like lockup, bro, for like the hardest kids in New Zealand. That shit, bro, that, that fucking humbled me big time, bro. I was like 20, bro, like going out to the clubs every night. Like just, bro, that was me, G. I was like on all, all types of bullshit. And then, bro, I got a job. My mom actually got me a job. Then she said, you, you need to settle down. Here's a job. It's at the, the boys' home. And bro, like, fuck, jeez, like. That made me go, holy shit, the world isn't what I thought it was. Bro, it's different, man. Yeah, man. It's it different. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole whole different breed of um, kids and youngsters with oh, a lot of problems. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. But yeah, bro, like that, that taught me a lot. That taught me around um, behavior management, how to how to de-escalate situations using words, how to not, you know, how to how to understand body language. You know, like I, I, I learned a lot there in my five years. Yeah, what was um, what was funny was the podcast I I, um, I listened to the one you did with John Campbell and you guys were talking about caning and public caning oh, and yeah. that sort of shit, bro. And I was uh, when I was listening to that, I was laughing, bro. You want to know the reason why I was laughing, bro? bro? Tell me, brother. <laughs> because in in Asia, bro, like that just is kidding. just that's just norm, norm. bro. <laughs> So when I was listening to that, man, look at this. Uh, there's a privileged man. He's privileged, He's privileged white man. Bro, it happens like it's a it's a part of like the school life when yeah. we were growing up, bro. Oh, yeah. It was just normal, bro. Like that was just a thing. And crazy. Uh, there was one where you know that you talk about like getting caned in the you know. I never got caned. I was too. I was too young for that. <laughs> I was too young. He got caned. Yeah, getting getting caned like in front of the class and stuff like that, bro. I got caned in front of the whole damn school, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you must have been that kid. Oh shit. my ass, bro! You know what I mean? Like bend over and get caned. And I, I I talked a little bit about this on. Bro, a, hold up. Did, did, did everyone like you did it in front of the school, bro? Did everyone laugh, you? Bro, no, everybody was just quiet, bro. Fuck, I would be laughing my ass. <laughs> I don't even care bro, who you are, you know what, was, what was funny? I was laughing, bro. Oh, that would have made them go even harder, G. That would have made them, what the f- Bro, and everybody was like, you know, that was what that was like. Bro, I was annoyed because I was just laughing and I was just laughing it off because it, like, it, okay, I'm not going to lie, it just hurt a little bit, but it's it's not like it's fucking, you know, it's not like it like cuts, or cuts your like, ass yeah, yeah. or shit like that, man. And I'm like, Everybody is like all scared and quiet. Bro, and bro, did they pull you? Did they have to pull your pants? Down? Nah, nah, they didn't pull our pants. Say, so they put like been... a book, bro. They put like a book down, like the back, so it doesn't hit your spine. Oh, okay, I get you. So in case they miss, it doesn't yeah. hit your spine, bro. So I was like, yeah, put the book, whatever. Yeah, Just awesome. check it there. And I think first it was the book, and then um they had the strap, so it was like the the waist strap thing, and then they put. And I was like, yeah, put it on, man. I was like, yeah, go ahead, came in, and I was like, and like I was, I was. 
that was the thing. I was laughing, bro. So I would have been doing the same. <laughs> and uh, bro, everybody was like, what I wanted to do because I, when I was younger, I know I ex- experienced it on the other side. I was sitting down and I was looking at that, bro. Mm. People were getting caned and like everybody was like, bro, what they're trying to do really is to instill that fear, bro. Other people, yeah, yeah, yeah. instill that fear. And when it like. I mean, is this not the best example? I do not encourage anybody to do right. this. But like when it came to my turn, I wanted to show that there's nothing to be afraid about, man. Yeah. Like if you're going to get it, you're going to get it, bro. And like, I don't want like people make it seem like, fuck, it hurts. Like, hell, and I'm just going to keep quiet and look all serious. And I was like, bro, they, that was exact. This is exactly why they were pissed with me, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> they were funny. pissed, bro. And like, especially if it was a laugh, like, <laughs> <laughs> They were pissed, man. And yeah. like, that's the thing, you know, it, it, they, they, I don't know, like they had the idea. At, at first it was weird, you know, when the first time it happened to me or whatever, like it was weird. But then after that, like, bro, this, for me, I just work in a different way, bro. When oh, when they keep pushing on you, the more I'll start to, you know, back, right? you don't put, you. you don't push me to corner, you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah. and uh, I think they, they did that for a while. And then, um, I don't know. I think there was some complaints or whatever. I don't know what it was. And then they did it like a private caning mm. thing. And I was like, uh, yeah, okay. You do something wrong or whatever. And it's stupid, bro. Like, you know, small little things or whatever. Like, you know, okay, yeah, you're going to, you know, we call your parents or whatever. Mm. And at first, like, you know, I got a bit of shit from my mom and dad, you know, but my dad was pretty cool. He was pretty chilled, you yeah. know. So he kind of understood, like, you're in that phase, you're growing up, you know, and he knew what it was. But my mom was like, you know, always, at first she was like, going off at me or whatever but then after a while she just didn't care bro so the more bro like i was like not again bro and like when when they was like oh you're gonna we're gonna you know uh give you the caning or whatever this that whatnot i was like i'm gonna call your parents yeah sweet phone's over there go ahead what a a tough guy bro after a while they just they just gave up bro like they just we just came you and give you a form and then you can give you because you gotta get your parents to sign bro oh that that's how they they can that they can give you a whack. Bro, I didn't even want to do it. I just, I just fucking signed it myself, bro. Yeah, and just, yo, hook it up. There you go. <laughs> whack me. <laughs> whack me, G. I got this. But, um... I maybe think... that's a fetish thing, bro. Maybe you're into that kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, have you ever thought about that, G? Have you ever thought about that? Bro, no. bro definitely bro, I'm not. just saying, bro. <laughs> like, 90, 95% of the school, Ooh, like, oh, Maybe, man, I don't know, bro. But, um, <laughs> I think that was... Chains um, and whips and whip, shit. You know, teachers that, you know, that... Uh, kind of spoke to me or gave me advice and stuff like that. But um, closer to the end, um, I, man, I was like on a, on a, I was on a streak, bro. Yeah, I was on a streak. So like, you know, I was just doing all sorts of shit and all that. And uh, one thing that for me, bro, I was very big into like the boys, you know, the yeah. boys were my, were my everything, you know, like they, they were the people, you know, I see like, most of the time, every day, bro, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And they meant a lot to me. And what I was like, um, I, I would say I was maybe, you know, I was gifted. So I didn't have to study as much yeah. to do really well. So, but my mates weren't. And uh, when I was doing all that shit and whatnot, like they dropped me to like a, a different class, a different like grade, you know, the, they have that grading system thing. Yeah. And so, like, I was in a class where a lot of my mates were, like, struggling with studying and getting good results and stuff like that. And uh, I, I was, you know, I was loyal. I had, like, a group of very loyal boys, you know, like, we get to, like, all sorts of shit together. Yeah. 
So when I was going down that path and like, you know, doing all sorts of shit, I brought this, this they do it with me, bro. You know, yeah. and um, yeah, one of my, uh, this this teacher, um, Mr. Joseph's his name and hey, shout out to Mr. Joseph. Shout out to if you, he's, Mr. Joseph. If he's ever watching this, he's not following me on Instagram or whatever, but I might actually find him and come hit on. him up. Come yeah. on, Mr. Joseph, come on. But uh, one of the things that he said to me that really hit me was, bro, like, he told me like, look, not everybody is as gifted as yourself who doesn't need to study and still can get good results and pass and this and whatnot. But you leading all your boys on a very dangerous path that they might not come back from. Yeah. And they, their results are suffering, like their families, are, you know, getting disappointed with them. And like, you have to understand that you are the guy who's starting all this. Yeah. Like you're the fire starter and you're bringing this whole group of boys with you. And they are, they, the, the people who suffer the most is them. Yeah. And bro, that That's hit right. me hard, yes. man. That's good that you had the, uh, metacognitive kind of agreement you could uh, you could cut that down into you know because at that age bro when you the older you are bro or the sorry the, the younger you are you know you don't you don't think about anything else but yourself exactly man and when you're a little bit more kind of clicked on and you can go you know what like you know yeah nah he's got a good point then you know that's when you that's when you start learning and growing and Exactly, and choice, yeah, when that when that hit me, and you know, I took a while to like think about that, process all of that, and that was when I realized, bro, the best way and the only way was to take myself out of the equation, bro. Yep. So I quit, bro. I quit the school. Wow. I quit the school, bro. But, but the thing was like, because I was on that track, and um, like my, it wasn't an easy mm. uh, option to tell my parents. And like, I don't know, maybe I felt in a way like they were quite close to expelling me, bro. Oh, like, okay. They were fucking quite close to kicking me out. And, uh, <laughs> um, but um, I, I went out not because they were going to kick me out, yeah. but was because of that was one of the biggest reasons. Yeah. I've never really, I've, bro, I've never really told anybody this before. Oh, man. No. Yeah. But um, so I, I told my parents, I broke the, broke the news to them and I said like, you know, I want to leave. And they were worried, bro, like, because they didn't know What's what I was going to do. But I yeah. said, look, I... Uh, I'm I'm actually really good just studying on my own. I don't need help from anybody else, you know. Like uh, I'll just wanna I wanna quit and I wanna do something else, and then I'm gonna go do my private, you know, and just do it myself. Like it's, it's sort of like homeschooling, but you just yeah. take as a private candidate. And uh, I was like, I'll, I'm gonna do that, you know. And um, yeah, I left, bro. I left, and uh, yeah, it was one of the I I would say, man, it was hard for me, bro. Yeah. Because they were they are boys, you know. When you have your boys, oh, bro, you're like yeah, leaving your boys. It's it's not it's not easy bro you know and uh but yeah i think like um a year or two later when i came back and i uh, had a chat and you know like they were actually doing good bro like oh, the, the boys they're doing good they're so good, fuck you know it's uh it turned out to be a good thing yeah. altogether and um i mean that's the thing like with all these experiences it makes you who you are mm. if you don't experience it you know you yeah. don't learn a lot of things eh? yeah and exactly that's that's the best teacher is experience and uh Bro, that's a choice, bro. That's a mean. That was mean. Yeah, yeah. brother. It's like I, I think like that's the other one. I, I, like, earlier on in life, bro, I experienced a lot of things. I went through a lot of things, bro, and I felt like um, it, it kind of builds you. Oh yeah, bro. No doubt. Like to yeah. who you are, you know, today kind of yeah. thing. You're, yeah. yeah. It's it's hard sometimes. Like you, you see some people who, they they've had a very cushioned, oh bro, childhood, yeah. teenage life. And then when they get to adulthood, bro, like they struggle. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like it's, 
East. That's, bro, I see it every day, man. Like, you know, I see kids that are, are privileged and have had, you know, things that others don't um, and just easing through things. When And then I see the opposite of that. I see kids that have really kind of like had it hard but still push through and do a great job. So, you know, and it's really around guiding kids and putting them in their place, like putting them in places they can succeed. And I think that's what like um, you did for yourself, you know. Exactly, man. And I think like that's one one thing um, I feel that's kind of lacking is in some, in the education system that there is now, like they don't really put you in places for you to like. Oh man, like this, I could go on and on about the education system, bro. Mm. Like I think uh, it needs a massive overhaul in terms of what we're preaching and what we're trying to accomplish, especially around our partnership with the Treaty of Waitangi and how we are, um, what are we doing to, you know, respect the treaty, um, especially in, you know, like make it, making Te Reo Māori compulsory in schools is going to be, <clears throat> if they do that, it's going to be cool, but who's going to teach these? Who, who Who's really going to be the teachers? Like, you know, you have teachers that are 60, 70 years old, so, so systematically, I don't want to say racist, but like the system has made them that. Like, exactly. You yeah. know, it's not that they don't. It's not their fault. Yeah, they've just been in the system, and the system have told them this is what it is, and they believe that so much because forty years of doing that, you know, and and like to just flip that on its head, <clears throat> excuse me, flip that on its head and go now you need to speak, you know, you need to be able to teach Maori every day at school. Um, I think I think it's a it's a good step in the right direction. But um, I've, yeah, I've been I've been talking with a lot of people to try and um, come up with some content around what actually is happening in schools, in terms of the reality on the ground, and respecting the treaty, and in respecting other cultures, and respecting our Pacifica people, our people from Asia, our people from everywhere, and also what do these kids need to know in 2030, 2040, 2050? And like I said, bro, when's the last time, and I say this all the time, like when's the last time you've wrote actually a letter, like wrote a letter with your hands, like fuck, bro, I, I wonder, I'd love to ask the post office because I do not see, it's all email, it's all messenger. Everything's digital now. Everything. And, mm. but why aren't we going in on that? Like, why are mm. we not going cool? Okay. I get it. Kids need to be able to read and write, but like, you know, like, can we do that in a way that is, uh, that, that, that will help these kids in 2050, 2060, mm. you know? So, yeah, yeah, I think um, I've been in talks with some people around trying to do um, a show around that. Um, oh, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, man, yeah. So, it's, you know, like around kind of building something that we can go, okay, what what is the curriculum going to look like? And, and what, oh, sorry, what should it look like to get our, get these kids ready for, um, when they become adults in 2060, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, but um, what does that involve? That's the other thing, like, like things like, uh, for, for jobs that haven't even been created yet, like, you know, like coding and um, and, and learning different um, algorithms and um, and languages like, you know, yeah, C all Sharp those, and HTML and stuff like that. All those sort of stuff you've got to learn, like, that's the thing, like, you have to actually venture out yeah. and then, like, you have to find out for yourself and then But I mean, it. like, look at this, like, like this stuff is the future. Like, like this podcast, like editing this video, like you know, using using the video, clipping out little things and putting them on socials. 
Like that, that is where it's Lessons, kind of going. Uh, yeah. And that's way more important than being able to link your A to your L and, you know, in handwriting class. Or trigonometry, bro. Tri- <laughs> yeah. No, nah, there's something like trigonometry. You could, you could kind of, you could. Yeah, you could yeah. use it in places, bro. The I was Pythagoras a, theorem. Yeah, is, uh, I was a, I was a maths kid. Bro. I was oh, always yeah. a maths kid. It was a maths one, I think, bro. Um, it was my favorite, man. That was yeah. like all, everything and anything that I wanted to do is just maths. I didn't want to do anything else. Maths was my thing, bro. But um, hey, anyway, Tim, I want to ask you, we've come to the section now. Wise words from the wise man. Oosh. Yes. So Oosh. if you have any advice or words to say to people watching, listening. Oh, okay. Um, man, I didn't even know that. Um, I reckon, man, just, and I know this is going to come off really like simplistic and like thing, but just execute. Like stop talking, stop fucking talking and just execute. Like do shit. Stop talking about shit. I get so many people saying, oh, you should do this, you should do that. Why don't you do it? Like, <laughs> we should all just do stuff. That's why I got mad love for you, G, because you came out here, you're like, yo, I'm getting this podcast doing, I'm doing it. Stop. And if you do, if you are those people that have those ideas and you're like, I've got a great idea, just do it, man. Like, yeah, it's just too, this year, last, and even last year, bro, it's just too much excuses. Like, but I think, I think if more people just got out or learned stuff, we're so lucky we've got the University of YouTube, bro. Straight exactly, up. There's so much inter- internet information there. Like, go out. If you want to do a podcast, if you want to do... If you watch the bakery run, you want to... I want to do a chicken one. Like, I want to do a fucking chip one. Go and do it, man. Like, I'm very lucky I got Will, but, like, you can find somebody like that. Bro, if you don't find someone as well, you probably could learn on your... Do it yourself. Own, yeah. You know? Or train someone up. Talk to somebody. But... Just work, execute, and work. That's it. Mm. And um, it's a grind. And here's another one that I wanted to say too, bro. Is and I said this on um, at the end of the last year. It's just be your biggest fan, bro. Like, enjoy your own work. Like, it's okay to sit back and go, yeah, I did a good job on it. Like, you know, I, I think we have this culture where it's not okay to do that. It's fucking mean that you can sit back and you can go, you know what, man? Yeah, I did a I did a mean job on that, and don't feel guilty about it. Like. You know, I think I think if we can do those two things in New Zealand, like things would be so much easier. Like, yeah, I mean, our, our it's changing that 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 mindset, you know, mm. that that was like instilled, you know, from the older generation. Right. You know, it's crazy. But yeah, nobody nobody props themselves up anymore, you know, and it's okay. And I come from like, I come from a very humble humble background where my mom would never like speak like, oh, yeah, he's doing a good job, he's doing a good job. But I recognize, man, I, I think a lot. I think it came from watching, like listening to rap and watching wrestling, bro. Yeah. Like just work, man. Like, yeah, that's enough. Like enough of, enough of being shamed about your own work ethic. Like, fuck that. Yeah, you gotta be proud of, you gotta be proud of who you are, you know? And like, yeah. And the people that give you shit for that, bro, exit them, bro. Like, fuck them. They can fuck off. Like I've had heaps of people switching from Twitch to podcasting. Mm. Bro, heaps of people just bro jumped off the bandwagon, and I'm like, cool, like this is just not your shit. But don't act like I'm your boy if I blow up, you know. Like, don't come at me and be like, hey, bro. This is a problem. A lot, of, you know, a lot of people have that culture. They'll put you down when you're on the rise, but when you're up there, oh, bro, they're all about it. We're mates. Bro, we're bros. Bro, I here's a fucking funny story, bro. I put that Joseph Parker video out mm. two days before my birthday, right? It just ended <laughs> that way. And I think I've said this on my podcast. I've never had more people say happy birthday to me in my life. <laughs> Everyone, happy birthday, bro. Fuck a mean video, bro. I always knew you would do it. I'm like, who the fuck are you? Yeah, like, you keep that same energy, yeah, man. Yeah, where were you last year? Like, when I had nothing on. Like, 
you know, it was the same fucking day. Like, I didn't hear anything from you. I had so many people. And even now, like, and don't get me wrong, bro. I love those people. They're all goods, but and they watch the content. I get it, but bro, don't, don't be all like, yeah, it's, it's, and this is the thing. Is like Suddenly changed the whole vibe. And I get, I get like, and bro, people are really fickle, bro. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when you're on, they love you. When you're off, it's like, nah, gee, like, yeah. And that's why I got, and that's really why I wanted to get off Twitch more than anything is because it was very, very fickle. Like you'd have 60 people watching you one day and then 12 the next or mm. four the next, you know, and. Did you record them and then put them out on or not previously? It was just streaming. Uh, what do you mean? Like, uh, was it recorded and then put out? No, on... everything's live streamed. Oh, okay. yeah. Everything, yeah. It, all my parties are live streamed. Mm-hmm. The old, before the you old actually put The old ones too, it, yeah. yep. Just straight Zoom Zoom meeting, chuck the square into the OBS and yeah. the way we went. Um, and yeah, yeah, so, but no, nah, everything's, it's really funny. But like, yeah, I'm looking at moving everything over. Like I, I see, is it because I've got a Patreon too. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, like seeing Izzy do the OnlyFans, because it's pretty much the same thing, but a little bit. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, it's okay to do that, you know. It's so. completely fine, man. And then, like, that's the thing. There are a lot of other bigger channels, podcast channels, and they like they're on Patreon. They yeah. have like, I think there's a few different ones as well. Um, there's that coffee one. Yeah, there, there was this guy, um, Dean Schneider. He's that guy who takes videos with like the lions and tigers in oh, really? South Africa. Yeah. I'll show you some videos. It's pretty crazy, bro. But <laughs> um, he he recently did the um, transition into putting certain exclusive stuff on like a paid platform. Yeah. And he was like getting, he had like millions of followers, bro. And he was getting shit for it. And I was like, man, if you don't want it, don't give him shit, man. Yeah. If you want to see it, fucking pay for it, yeah. go watch it, man. And it's not like millions, it's not like hundreds of dollars. Bro, we pay like 20 bucks for Netflix, dude. Yeah, bro. Like, what's $2.50? Like, holla, you know, like, if you can't, like, and it's funny, like, um, so the Patreon thing, right? Well, funny one. It costs $5. You could make your coffee at home. You go up to yeah. the shop and buy your 5 $6 coffee yeah. now, and you're complaining about giving. For yours, I think you did, was like, lowest is two fifty. Two fifty, right? And I was like, you're complaining about, you yeah. know. But here's the thing is, like, yeah. I'll, I'll do, like, a, a meetup, right? People are shouting me drinks and they're like $8. I'm like, bro, you could have just done... This is $8. <laughs> this is uh, three months worth of the Patreon. Like, you know, like, yeah. So it's funny though. But hey, shout outs to everybody that does support. Um, you have uh, quite a few people uh, supporting you on your Patreon now? 50, I think. 50, 50 over people? Yeah. That's quite a bit, man. I had 80 at one point when Ooh. I first was going yeah. off. And I was like, okay. And that's when I was like, yo, I'll get those Shaw mics, man. Yeah. Like I can afford them. And then I got sponsored from Blue Yeti, so I had to yeah. use their stuff. Ooh, that's yeah. pretty cool. How's the uh, Blue Yeti stuff, bro? Well, it's 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 good. It's USB, so easy. I just plug it into the camera. Yeah. Into the, and I easy mean, to use. Nothing like this though, like nothing clear. But I mean, it's okay. Like yeah, it's mm. it's alright. It's not yeah. So definitely sure. The sure microphones are definitely like the top of the line. Every podcaster. Ooh, what was that? Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> that's my, that's um, my last one, brother. Before that's we go, ride. what are some of your immediate Future plans, bro. What are some some of the stuff in the works right now? So, bro, great question. Give brother. us a bit of an intro. All right, so I've got a I've got a show coming. Yeah, I've got a show coming out in February called Ooh. The Shack. The Shack. Yeah, The Shack is a um, it's an interview show shot in a garage. Oh. Um, with my good friend Justin Norms Regan. Oh. Um, yes. so that we're leading up to uh, a pilot. We've shot a pilot for it. Uh, we're leading up into um, getting it, uh, putting it on getting. Sp- getting money for it, funding. Mm-hmm. I've got that coming out. I've got a new show called uh, Neighborhoods coming out, which is like an extended version of um, 
of uh, the bakery run. So we go and we, we really get into people's backstories around how they started and things like that. Um, and then I've got um, um, season three coming out for the podcast. We've got um, some really cool guests coming on uh, that's already been lined up. I know there's something else that I've got um, that I'm, I'm missing out on. But um, yeah, the, the shack is going to be the shack is going to be great. It's 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 like uh, it's like the podcast turned up to twelve. It's uh, yeah. but it's live and uh, things happen during the podcast that. It's kind of like a mockumentary of a podcast, so it's it's really cool. It's really funny. Uh, we had a um, we've got a couple of guests lined up, but the thing is, is like we need guests that are really kind of white, <laughs> and that uh, we we put them in situations where they've probably never been before, you know. So that's that's there, um, yeah. And and we're starting. Uh, oh, and then Bakery Run. We've finished season three, season four's in Wellington. We're going down Ooh. in April. And then we'll, we're going to start fundraising for um, bakery runs in Japan. So that would be probably... Yeah, all the 20, way in Japan. We're, we're, we're going to start fundraising for it. And then 2022, if the borders open up, hopefully uh, 2022. So yeah, so just... And then stand-up. Like I'm looking at... That's yeah. what I'm going to start. So I'm starting my journey from stand-up uh, at the end of this month. And then... Um, just where, at, where's that gonna be, bro? Where can we? The classic in uh, in town. Okay. On the twenty third, I'll be just there just to give it a try. On the twenty third of January. Yeah. And yep. what time will that be? I think it's ten o'clock at night time. It's pretty late. Yeah. I'll be there, brother. Oh, mind I'll you, there, I got you. Uh, be yo, you better laugh, G, because fuck, <laughs> I'm gonna need you. Um, uh, no, um, but yeah, and then that's gonna lead up into I'm hoping to do like a little, um, gathering, a special kind of like, mm. so if I can put. 45 minutes to an hour together and I've got good people around me to help me. And that's just, yeah, like I said, it's to improve myself and, and that, and then, um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully getting some, um, TV, TV time and some, yeah, um, brother. some radio time as well. Definitely, so man. yeah, brother, um, bro, I'm like, like I said, man, I, I said it just now and I'm going to say it again, like at that rate you're going and con the discipline, the consistency and like the, con you know, all the Thank content you, that you're pushing out, I'm pretty sure you'll get there, man. It's just a matter of time now. Yeah. And um, definitely, bro, I'm definitely looking forward to all this cool, really yeah. cool stuff that you're going to put I, out. I think that's probably the best compliment like you could give somebody that's working hard is that it's just, bro, I res respect your consistency and I respect your hustle. And, you know, like I've said that to you multiple times uh, over the over the um, DMs. Like, I, I see you, bro. I do see you, like, working so hard and I'm, it makes me work harder too because I'm like, yo, I got to keep up. You just the, feed off each other. Bro, eh? and that's, then that's... all of a sudden we, we, we're, mm. we're on. So, um, yeah, but you know me, bro. I'll be I'll be pushing your shit out um, and just thank you, brother. I really appreciate it. Thank you for your time, Tim. Bro, that's us. Awesome. Thank you, brother. All right, guys, that wraps it. If you if you've stayed all the way here, thank you so much for listening and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Hey guys, Ali here. Just want to say thank you for listening to our podcast. We appreciate your love and your support. If you're not already on board, please do follow us on here and share it with your friends and family. If you prefer a visual experience, our videos are actually up on YouTube at the Ali channel. Please don't forget to subscribe, like and share and leave a comment or feedback if you like. And also you can follow us on our socials at the underscore Ali underscore channel for Instagram and on our Facebook page at The Ali Channel. We'll see you soon.